Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money for my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match with you great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I use Anchor in a simple matter. I take my podcast episodes, edit them in Premiere, upload them to Anchor and schedule them and set my tags and my description, all that good stuff. Just sit back and let it distribute to all the platforms. It's very simple and very easy to use and very user-friendly. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. That's anchor.fm slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I think that's what's so great about movies is that like there's so much like creativity and there's so much storytelling that's being like put out. Yeah. Like I watch a lot of like old films and like I try not to like go back to like my favorite like childhood films yeah. because I kind of ruin it. It kind of ruins it for you. Why is that? Like nostalgia. Nostalgia is very dangerous because you'll go back and it may not feel the same like it did when you were a kid. Hello, my frame chasers. It's Wednesday, and you already know what it is. A new episode of Chasing the Frame. Today, I'm with Daquan Ter- Terrence. How are you today, Daquan? I'm chilling. I'm feeling good. That's awesome, dude. Uh, now, before we get into the cast, I just want to thank everyone for all you listening. And remember, if you are a Patreon member, we have three. Di- if you aren't a Patreon member, we have three different tiers. If you are a Patreon member, thank you for being a Patreon member. I always say it wrong every time on the podcast. And I just realized I have to say it right today. So, if you aren't a Patreon member, we have three different tiers for you. So, we have a dollar. So basically, you get the podcast three days before it airs. So that means cool. All right, that's awesome. Then you get $2 into that $2 tier, and that's five days before the podcast airs. But if you really want to go for that big bucks, which is $5, you get to listen to next week's podcast today. So surprise, it's a good one. I always say it, but they're all good to me. So if you want to get on that, awesome. If you don't, understandable too. And then as top of on top of that, guys, by the way, you know I, like I always do it. We got our now teespring.com. That's T double E S P R I N G dot com slash store slash chasing dash the dash frame. We got our shirt coming in, our shirt in hashtag frame chasers, where you can get it for about $20.99 to about $25.99 for that tri blend shirt. Crew neck and v neck are available, men's and women's. It's all good in the hood. So pick up yours today if you want to. So who's ready to chase frames today? Daquan, dude. What is up, man? This this is actually actually I have to say first before you even talk. I'm sorry, but I have to change the, like the episode title because it's like chasing the poems, I guess today or, <laughs> or something. Because this, this is an interesting episode, ladies and gentlemen. The, the Quan's not a filmmaker, uh, you know, typical person that I get on the on the podcast, and he reached out to me about being on the cast, which I was like, all right, yeah, cool. It's something different. So I had to wrap my head around it all day trying to think about what to ask, <laughs> and I never have to do that, man. 
Um, I'm a renaissance man, I guess I could say. I've done, yeah, dude, I've film skate videos. I've done short films with Mark Ravosco. Yeah, yeah. You know? Friend of the pod. Right? I did photography. Yeah, okay. So that was like another thing. So, yeah, yeah, I I know my way around the camera. Okay, okay. So (laughs) let me ask you this. First question, like I always ask everyone, are you from Vegas originally? No. All right, where are you from, dog? I'm from Vallejo, California, the Bay Area. The Bay Area. I've never been to the Bay Area, actually. It's dope. It's dope. How long have you been in Vegas? I've been in Vegas for 17 years. Oh, shit. Okay, so you are a local now. Yeah, I practically grew up here. That's what everyone says. After like five years, I'm a local. Yeah, I'm a a local, I guess. So second question for you (laughs) I always ask is, what was that movie, TV show, even now author or book or anything of that nature that made you want to do your, you know, Poetry, you know, f- photos, whatever you wanted to do you, as a Renaissance man. Was it Renaissance oh, man. man the movie, actually? Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Great movie, though. <laughs> man, um, what's so crazy about it is that I can probably pinpoint from like different times. Yeah. Go ahead. So, with like skateboarding, when like filmmaking skateboarding, yeah. it was always like Ty Evans yeah. and Spike Jones. Okay. And Spike Jones is like one of my favorite directors of all Spike time. Spike Jones, Girls, Yeah, Right is probably yeah. the best oh, skate hands film out. of all time. Yeah, Right and Fully Flared. When he did the beginning of Fully Flared, yeah. when they had all the explosions and everything, oh, really? it was, yeah, it was crazy. Never saw that one. Now you have to that. watch that. Yeah. And then watch the documentary about the whole entire process of that video. Oh, really? Because they talk about how he... Went to like one of the biggest like pyrotists in the in the industry to do all of that explosions. Full flare, yeah. Okay, fully I'm flared. Def- I'm gonna check that out. Hell yeah! Holy shit! So yeah, Spy Jones, Ty Evans, real yeah. big influences, and obviously like Beagle from the Baker Boys. Yeah. When it comes down to acting, mm-hmm. I grew up watching a lot of Denzel, Sidney okay. Poitier. So that was kind of like the basis of everything. Yeah, I watched Harlem Nights okay. at a young age. That's Eddie Murphy and. Um- Robert, was it Robert? Uh, who is like it? Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, Richard Pryor, Red Fox. I'm I'm sorry, I'm thinking. Della of, Reese. Who am I thinking of? I'm thinking of the dude who played Meteorite Man. I'm blanking on his name. Uh, oh my god, he was in Up, Up and Away on Disney Channel. Uh, Robert Townsend. Yeah, was a, yeah. I, I I don't know why I was just seeing his face on the cover. Yeah, of but is he in it? I think he I think he's in it. It's okay. been a while since I've yeah, watched yeah. that. When I watched that. Well, don't correct uh, us if we're wrong, everyone. Oh, we, yeah. we, we're admitting we I might know, be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but once I got into like photography, I had no real like direction on who yeah. I liked at the time because yeah. I didn't really do the research. And I was in high school when I yeah. first started like photography, so I was going off of like what people were doing at shows. I always went to concerts, so I always yeah. saw like photographers and i was like oh this stuff is dope and then yeah. i try to get into that and i was like oh, you know it's not really for me yeah i've always been like a per like a people person when it comes down yeah. to like photography portraits and street yeah. photography okay so once i got to that point where i'm like all right i'm gonna take this serious i started gathering inspiration from like a lot of people yeah and like you know helmet newton okay uh mario testino like these are like yeah. you know classic old names okay I I don't even know much photography. You know, I yeah. photography class. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and like I never I never took a photography class. Yeah, yeah. I just kind of learned off of YouTube, and okay. I just my natural eye is what yeah. I always wanted to focus on. Yeah. And then later on, like now, like see, I'm like drawing blanks because this is like crazy, just being in this environment and being able to like talk about me, and then I can't <laughs> even do it. I'm like ah. pressure, a little bit of pressure. On yeah, you? yeah, a lot of pressure. Now, when it comes down to poetry, yeah. I've written poetry for quite a while. Okay. I've written screenplays, so yeah. I'm not shy of the paper. But in fifth grade, um, my like fifth grade teacher, Mr. Yeah. Falco, he 
kind of introduced all of us to Edgar Allan Poe and Robinson Crusoe. Okay. So at a young age, like I knew oh, what wow. like dark poetry was and yeah. I always liked that. Coming in later on, you know, I learned about the Renaissance yeah. era of like, you know, Langston Hughes. Mm-hmm. And then I knew about Maya Angelou. Yeah. Now. Is Robert Frost the Renaissance poetry or no? Nah. About um Thoreau. Yeah. Okay. So I got some of his in my, <laughs> my closet. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and that's crazy because yeah. I've never like collected poetry until yeah. starting on my book. And Rupi Carr and Courtney Pepernell mm-hmm. are like inspirations to me right now. Yeah. So I had their books once I started saying I was like, oh, I'm gonna do this book. So yeah. Rupi Carr is like one of the biggest contemporary poets right okay. now, and she made poetry accessible to the modern era. And then Courtney Pepernell. Obviously, like they've self-published their yeah, books yeah. through Amazon, and Amazon's got this whole platform where you can do that. Yeah. And Courtney Pepernell had the Chainsmokers buy her book and then quoted one of her poems on like one of their, I think it was like their Twitter or something like that, and then blew up. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, that's dope. And the power of the internet. You know, yeah. Social media is such a diverse yeah. place where you can kind of blow up out of anywhere. It's also a dangerous place. It's very well, dangerous. Yeah, it's, very. It, too many people have a voice. I was saying uh, on last week's episode, the internet has like too many voices sometimes where it was like, that person doesn't deserve a voice. So it's just, yeah. it's a public forum. I mean, yeah. Everyone has an opinion and it you kind of have to but, like, learn. You're, you're hiding behind an opinion you're, yeah. or you're hiding behind your, like, you know, it's like someone with a baby photo of themselves, like not a baby, like an actual baby or like an AVI of like yeah. some anime. Yeah. Or something like, and it's like some weird at like, like, who's this guy? Like, why are you saying these things? Like, what? <laughs> I think it, it's bad when in like in the wrestling community yeah. too, it's like, Oh yeah, you get you get called a smark when you try to talk about something nostalgic or like, yeah. oh, I'd rather this happen. Oh, you're a smark or you're a mark. I'm yeah. like, all right, cool. Well, I'm just explaining how the past used to be better, right? Uh, That's, have yeah. you ever listened to the Labs Fan Podcast? Yeah. All right, I was just listening to that today. It, actually, on the you way know, to work. It's the whole like the whole conversation of the past being better than the future. Like nostalgia is a dangerous thing. It is. And, and especially with movies. Oh yeah, no. Let's, if you get into that, you're just going to a whole like treasure trove of things. Like, look at like uh, you know, Total Recall. Total Recall with Schwarzenegger is phenomenal. Love yeah. it. You know, it might be cheesy as fuck. It might be you know, <laughs> like terrible to some people, but like it's a good movie that I don't know had that action packed Schwarzenegger vibe. To oh me, yeah. You know, and then Colin Farrell's Total Recall is just too glossy. You know, I didn't even watch it. Like, I saw the trailers. I'm like, you know, I'm not really feeling it. You know, the whole reboot thing. Yeah. I can't stand it because if it's not broken, don't fix it type of thing. Well, what's your, what was the biggest pet peeve of a reboot? What reboot do you hate the most? Admit it. You can, you can plead the fifth if you want to then. I mean, there's just a lot. Yeah. Like, it's Girl Meets World. Okay. Girl Meets World's reboot. To me, Disney just kind of ruined the whole entire really feel. Yeah, I because like Girl Meets World. A little well, like bit. it was it was cool. Though. Yeah, and like you know, it had the Disney like yeah. kid vibe. But when we were watching Boy Meets World, yeah. they touched on a lot of real stuff. It was yeah. more of a real show. I think what went wrong there is that it was on Disney Channel and not like an ABC like Family Channel yeah. where it was more open in a Friday night TGIF Friday yeah. sort of view. Like um, you know, I think what hurts too is you know. Fuller House. I think Fuller House is a great show, to be honest. A lot of people might disagree with me. I don't really give a shit. Yeah. I, I own Fuller I own Full House. The whole like <laughs> all the seasons. Love that show. Like and you know, Fuller House I think would be better, but I don't think Netflix promotes it right. I don't think Netflix really like 
try because Netflix, weird, Netflix is a weird model. I think where they just promote certain things they really like, and then they just kind of okay, here it, here's this one, and it's not coming out. You know, yeah. you know, like uh, there's a Josh Groban trailer I saw for a TV show with him and I think Tony Danza or um, someone as a cop cop show or something like that. It was supposed to be on Netflix. Is I it ne- the one with like his daughter comes to, comes back home and like it's a Christmas little no, show? No, 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 no. It's like um like his dad's uh was in jail, I think, and or something. I don't remember exactly, but it looked it was a trailer like coming in the fall, and I never saw it on my like you know trending or what's new. It just thing. never popped up. It never popped up, which I I hate about Netflix a lot. Yeah, I don't like. I see a lot of stuff. I like. I find a lot of gems on Netflix because they don't really promote stuff. You kind of have to dig deep, but who has the time to dig deep when you're trying to find something to watch? But I'd rather dig deep to be honest. Like yeah. I'd rather take. The, I'd rather have the movie the 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 movie store experience, like the blockbuster experience yeah. where I can go down every aisle in Netflix and just go, okay, you got this, you got this, you got this, you got this. Okay. Awesome. Let's, let's go for it. Let's put this on the list. Let's put that on the list. You know, I miss blockbuster. I miss blockbuster too. I always want to, I always want to own a blockbuster type store to yeah, be honest. That'd be dope. Yeah. I remember when Netflix first started Yeah, the, it was random. Like my grandmother got like a DVD and she's like, I didn't order this. And it was meet the parents. Oh really? And I saw the trailer for it and I was like, Oh, this is going to be a good movie. Yeah. I'm like young as hell. I'm probably like seven at the time. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a good movie. It, it is a good movie. I liked, I liked the franchise. Yeah. It was actually really cool. And then I How remember do you feel about meet the Fockers. I, <laughs> I think that's the best one. Honestly. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I have, I have to watch them all back to back and then I'll tell you, but. it's literally one of the best ones. And then I got little Fockers for my birthday. Oh, little, one Fockers, year. Yeah, yeah. little Fockers was hilarious. Yeah. Like, How'd you like little Fockers? I, it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. It kind of like, it fell off a little bit because yeah. there's like yeah. no complacency. There's no consistency in the story, but mm-hmm. it was still funny. Yeah. Okay. Uh. What's your favorite Mighty Ducks film? Have you seen? <laughs> yeah. Let's get that one then. Bruh. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> if it's not the first one, then it's the third one. Really? The third one? Yeah. You are the first person I think I've ever met in my whole life that likes the third movie. Yeah. The second one, by far. Well, yeah. Like I mean, they're all the good, best. but yeah. I, at the time, like I think the third one just kind of like, you know, I mean, I was young at the time, so yeah. it just really poked my attention. Okay. All so right. it's fine. Like fine. that whole conversation, the sequels, yeah. and like what's better. It's so like hard to even like say something like that without someone being like like you just yeah. did like what well i mean say one has team usa versus iceland come on yeah it's like the russians versus the, it's like the basically a miracle of a uh, <laughs> of, <laughs> of disney, of disney movies like uh you, did you know um judd apatow actually wrote heavyweights yeah yeah and i then, love uh, heavyweights you ever see the blu-ray for heavyweights no i haven't you need to i i highly recommend that to any heavyweights fan because there's 30 minutes of delete scenes on a movie and it is totally worth buying it for ten bucks on Blu-ray. Yes, yes. Got highly it. recommend. And also, I highly recommend if you have a four K Blu-ray player, Hook, because Hook has like eleven deleted scenes apparently that no one ever saw in their whole life. And that's what I love about when we like break the vault and yeah. bring back the older movies and reboot, not reboot them, but like rebrand them. Yeah, because all the stuff we didn't get to see back then. Oh yeah, definitely. It probably changes the aspect of the whole movie. Oh man, I love I like love director's cuts. Shit. Yeah, director's cuts are like the best because you finally see. Their vision and not like yeah. the main studio vision. Yeah, or the uh, ultimate cut or some shit like that. Some crazy like producer cut. There's yeah. also producer cuts also and shit. Which I'm like, wait, what? There's like so many like intro like you know it for example. I haven't bought it yet. I haven't bought it chapter one or chapter two yet because I'm waiting for it to make like an ultimate cut of that movie. Because yeah. I feel like if I buy it, I'm gonna be so pissed when that comes out, and I'll be like, why did I get this now? Might as well just buy it again. Yeah. Well, I don't want to buy it again. It's I don't want to buy it twice. It's like I bought I 
accidentally bought Highlander twice, I think. And I also bought Prometheus twice uh, and The Amazing Spider-Man twice. Yeah. yeah. I made those mistakes. Like, it in the movies, but... But I mean, it's it's collection. You can just give it to your neighbor or something That's like true, that. That's true, but no one wants it because no one likes my <laughs> movies that I have made me. I'll take I'll take your movies. Well, I think I gave them away actually. So I don't think you have any. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's all good. One day, one day, one I'll day. come back over. Yeah. I'll split. I actually, I'm thinking about renting like a blockbuster to people. <laughs> you know what I mean, just a dollar. That's all you can. You rent for me for like a week. You call it chasing the frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we call it chasing the frame, and that's the media video stroll. So we have also uh, we're expanding. We're having chasing the theory, which is a podcast about uh, conspiracy theories. Hey. No, no, I'm kidding. Hey, hey, that's a market. <laughs> that's a market, man. <laughs> I know it is. It's a. It's a really. If you ever read the subreddits for that shit. Oh my god, it's crazy. I try to stay off Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Square Circle Reddit, all oh, about it. No. Oh man. No. <laughs> that and DCEU leaks is all I've been reading lately. Bro. It's a Batman. How do you feel about the new Robert Pattinson? Batman? I love Robert Pattinson. Okay. I speak so highly about him. Yeah. So I, I hate agree. it when everybody's like, oh, he's not going to be good. I'm like, have you not seen, like, Remember Me? Yeah. Or, or like, uh, The Lighthouse. The Lighthouse is great. And I think, like, come yeah. on. Like, William Defoe and Robert Pattinson, that was like a combo I never thought of yeah. until I saw it. And I was like, yeah. It was a good movie. That's perfect. I enjoyed it. I like that in Midsummer. I was like, this, these are the two best movies. I like, need to see yeah. Midsummer. Like, A24 Films by far has produced yes. some of my favorite films. Moonlight. Uh, Moonlight. Waves, I want to see. Lobster. Lobster. Okay, Lobster was amazing. Yeah. That one's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, so it was a out. really good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, Hereditary. Uh, yeah, Hereditary. Hereditary. Like, the Witch, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hereditary had me like scared for. I, I never get scared at movies, but like Hereditary was one of those like bone chilling oh, really? films. And that was the same with The Joker. When I saw The Joker like opening night, I was yeah. on the edge of my seat shaking. Really? Like it, I've never, never in the movie theater have I like sat on the edge of the seat and like shake. From Were you how, just nervous because someone was gonna come out and shoot nah, you like that? Like honestly, it I was. Like, I because I like I like <laughs> yeah, the Joker yeah. and I like Joaquin Phoenix and just his performance. Just yeah. like it was bone chilling, mm. and then how like the twist. Oh, man. Yeah, well, you can, you can give it away if you want to. It's fine. There's spoilers. Yeah, it's already out yeah. on like the whole thing that like really fucked me up. Yeah, yeah. is like when we find out that like his girlfriend wasn't his girlfriend. Oh yeah. And I was like, yo, what the hell is going on? Like, yeah. And then he like kills the dude that gave him the gun. And I was like, yo, this is crazy. And the yeah. little guys in the corner, like freaking out. I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, don't do it to him. Yeah, like, like, we can go now. He's like, you you've always been good to me. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> That's a pretty good, uh, but <laughs> the establishing shot yeah. that I love in that film mm -hmm. was when he took the blood and he made the smile. That thing. Yeah. That was the perfect, just that, yeah. Scene right there just made it. They could have yeah. ended. They could have ended it off of that, and did, I would have been totally fine. Did you ever hear the theory that it just it technically is his dream when he suffocates himself in the refrigerator? Like the whole movie technically is not true after because he's such oh. an unreliable narrator. Yeah, he killed himself when he go like, and takes everything out of the refrigerator and he because you can't. Just, how can you get out of that refrigerator? Because yeah, because he, you know, yeah. he was trying to see. Oh man. That's so crazy. like the way it's it cuts to it goes from like the refrigerator straight to him waking up. So that's like, what? You know what I mean? There's no... That would be ridiculous. Yeah, so there's a whole thing where it's like that. Because like, how the fuck did he get a Murray, like Murray thing? You know what I mean? There's a, yeah. whole, there's a whole bunch of theories about this thing. And also, like, um, I heard something like uh, Todd Phillips was saying that basically Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is really not the Joker Joker. So basically in the sequel, his character might die, and then the real Joker comes out. Some shit like that. There's there's a lot of theories I going mean, on right now with what's the what's, adaptation of that Joker was perfect because yeah. it goes down the true path of who the Joker was. Yeah. 
and even like the interactions with Bruce mm. and then his father. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing, I was like talking to some people about it, and I was just like, you know, I honestly think that like, you know, Bruce's, yeah. Bruce's dad had an affair with the maid. Yeah. And that's his kid. I don't think so. I think the mom was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But then there's the other one where it's Alfred and yeah. Bruce's mom's kid. And oh, really? And then, you know, like all... I don't know. There's a lot of eight years worth of Batman material to yeah. fucking read through, and then everything changes and gets rebooted. Anyway. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, you know, that's the beauty of comic books. Oh, yeah. We have so many universes to kind of go off yeah. of. I just read that um, the director for Doctor Strange Multiverse oh, yeah, of Madness, and he just, just yeah. yeah. I was like, yo, that would have been so great. But they don't want a horror film. They want probably more. They, they want to make it, they want the horror elements, but they don't want it too scary. And I yeah. think. Like, come on, like, stop catering to, like, kids. Like, we're all grown up now. Like, well, I think you have to cater to kids still yeah. because, like, it's, it's. I mean, not because it's Disney. I think it's because Marvel's a franchise and, yeah. like, the, it helps sell comic books. Of course. So you can't, like, just because you're old. It's like, it's like rest, go back to wrestling. So you can't go back to the ad chair, which everyone wants, and when you do, you still complain about it. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, yeah. They're trying to be like the attitude era, and then it's like, there's not an attitude era enough. It's like, it still sucks. I'm like... You asked for it, yeah, and now you're not get you're getting what you wanted, and now you're still complaining. Like again, that's the internet of people. All right, you have a circus survive tattoo. I just noticed oh, that. Yeah, I do. I yeah. love circus survive. They're great. Are you gonna see them uh, in May? Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah, Dude, I, was, I have. I've never seen them live. Really, I saw never. them twice live. Like I've seen Silverstein thirteen yeah. times live. Silverstein. Oh yeah, God. dude. Like, see, oh. this is this is how I am. I could just yeah. like. We can just spitball all these different that's, ideas. That's we, I mean, that's what I plan on doing with you, but spitballing. Cause like, you know, <laughs> we'd, um, let me figure it out and go from there. I mean, Circa, I saw Circa twice. Saw him in college once, which was amazing, because nice. they were at the college I went to, like, and that was a like intimate show, and like it was crazy. And then like I saw them at uh, Brooklyn Bowl for their 10-year tour of uh, or 10-year anniversary of um, On Letting Go. See, I wanted to go to that, because that's my favorite album, and... Yeah. I don't know what happened. There's like so many shows yeah. that like I've missed because either I was like working or yeah. I just didn't have like the the money for it. Like Brooklyn Bowl is like one of my favorite venues. Yeah, like one of my favorite. Yeah, venues. no, you gotta uh, you gotta go to Jersey, man. Like you gotta go. I would love Star to go to Jersey. Starland Ballroom in Jersey is the best venue yeah. I think ever because they have. If you go on their website, you can find a shit ton of shows. You're like, oh shit, I want to see that. I want to see that. I want to see that. Like out here, I see that there's like no shows I really want to see half the time. You just kind of have to like. I mean, Vegas isn't really like a. A stop that people yeah, want to make, but it's a problem because like someone was telling me they're in the the you know music community and like they're saying basically like, uh you know there's a good support group from musicians, but there's not a good support group from like um the locals. The not not the locals, the the bar owners and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and that's what it is. We're like you know we don't have a we don't have a, like a local venue where we can see local bands really because I think like I mean you have the bunkhouse saloon, but I never really see any local bands. But there. Like back then, like when I was in the scene, yeah. There was so many different venues, like all ages yeah. was like the thing. So we had the box office, we had the sanctuary, and yeah. sanctuary had multiple locations around town. Yeah, you had the farm. There was uh, Jillian's downtown. Mm -hmm. So there was like so much, and then the city start cracking down because yeah. they're not making money. The city's not making money off these shows, so yeah. they're like, "Well, why are we still doing it?" Or they start cracking down, and it's annoying because yeah. we don't really have anywhere to go. So we had to go to House of Blues for certain shows. We yeah. had to go to Vinyl. We had to go to Brooklyn yeah. Bowl. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. There's but no, nothing wrong with that. But there's also something wrong where you can't play locally. Yeah. Or your local talent can't really. Where's your local talent going to play? Like, let me ask. Well, you think that. about all the bands that came out from Vegas: Panic at the Disco, The yeah. Killers, The Cab, Imagine Dragons. 
like they all started out in these like smaller venues yeah, and exactly. now it's it's even with the hunt ridge like yeah. the hunt ridge is a very classic venue that everyone knows very vintage and every single time they try to like reopen it and remodel yeah. it something happens nobody buys it or someone buys it and they just kind of let but it just it's sit haunted. it's haunted man i don't care about a haunted venue i want to i want to dance with some ghost you know <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Zach Morris's place is right up the road too, so you know he's gonna go in there. Zach Braff. Yeah, whatever his name is. Zach Morris. This is my Yeah, know. yeah. <laughs> my bad. So what you doing? Um, the band scenes. How you met Mark? I met Mark um, at one of the shows because he was in this band called uh, I think it was Air Drifter. Okay, it's been so long. Yeah. So that was like an easy core band. So that's how I met him, and then randomly he hit me up about doing movies, or yeah. I, maybe I hit him up. It's been so one long. Two, yeah. And that's when we started doing short films together. Yeah. And the first short film we did was called Traitors. And it was okay. me and Zachary Anakin Todd, who yeah. me and him had great chemistry. I was just chasing him through yeah. a quarry for I a think, I think I saw that actually. With the Yu Gi Oh yeah. card. Yeah. And like that was kind of the icing of the cake. And then we started doing the four hour film challenges for okay. Mark's YouTube, which yeah, yeah. was like really fun. And then it got to like my time to direct. And then like. It kind of just fell off the deep end, and then I was well, like, did you not like like directing, or did you? No, like I never, I didn't really get to direct. Oh, okay. You know, and like yeah. it's not, it's nothing against Mark at the time. Yeah. Like he just wanted to take over, and I was yeah. like, I get it, yeah. but you know, well, when you have when you have a vision yeah. of something, and it kind of doesn't go your way, I guess that's how the industry is. Yeah. So I kind of got a little taste of what I could expect <laughs> if I wanted to go forth with yeah. it. I'm like, all right, and then I end up leaving. Yeah. And it kind of like bunged well, a lot of people well, out. Did you do it before Where It Lies? The first version of Where It Lies? It was actually, um, I think after. I left after. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. Um, it was yeah. It was after Where It Lies is when yeah. I left because we did. Um, I forgot the name of the the little romance yeah. thing that we did, and then I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. I was like, I didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't feel like I had the opportunity, at the value, or anything like that. Yeah. And then I started writing scripts. Okay. And I've always written scripts ever since I was nine. Yeah. I always liked it. I wrote like this like skate movie oh, when yeah? I was nine years old. I was just like, oh, how'd man. you write a skate movie? Because that's, that's interesting. How I just, I, like, so and so Ollie's and then someone does. No, nah, it was, it was more, it was more so like, I took the elements of like yeah. watching like skate movies. So yeah. I watched like Grind at the time was like the movie. I was like, oh, okay. Oh my God, Grind. Yeah. I, I'll tell you something. I went to see that with my, my one friend in uh, Jersey when we were in eighth grade. And I literally, we were the only two in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, that movie was that bad. <laughs> I that I movie, liked it. That movie was terrible. Like I got I, I, I gotta say that I got a buddy yeah. in Pennsylvania, and we were talking about skate movies, and I was like, "Yeah, dude, Grind's like one of the best skate movies." And he was like, "You're bucking out, only, bro." It's the only skate movie. But then he like, was like, "You're saying Grind is better than Lords of Dogtown?" And I was like, "Oh, I will admit that I'm yeah, wrong. Like yeah. Lords of Dogtown oh, yeah, is that's like true. Lords of Dogtown is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah." Like, but are you I, saying are you saying are you saying grind is better than CKY? No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> not at all. CKY is a classic too. Oh my gosh! But I started writing just dialogue. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't really know like much about like script writing yeah. at the time. I mean, I was nine years old, but I just wrote dialogue. Yeah, and I just applied all the movies that I watched and like yeah. how like the scenarios were. And then in high school, yeah, I wrote. From freshman year to senior year, mm -hmm. I wrote this whole entire like high school never ends oh, wow. script, and I gave it to a friend, and she was like, "I'm gonna type it out, yeah, and and we're gonna print it, and yeah. then you're gonna have it." And then I don't know what happened; we just not be friends, and then I wasn't in school anymore. Yeah. So I was like, "Oh, that's kind of like yeah, whatever. you lost all your paper." Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. That fucking blows. Huh? I mean, it's whatever. I mean, yeah. it's just 
you know, it was something I did for fun. But it's fun. high school, it never ends. That could have been a really good fucking web You know, and, and that was the thing. Like, I, all I did was, yeah. like, in there, they would go to the movies, and then they would see a movie that would be the next title to the next movie. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I tried to, like, sneak peek stuff like that. Yeah. So then when I left, you know, Marker Films. Yeah. I started writing like you know some stuff, and me and Zach were like spitballing. I was yeah. like, "Yo, Zach, I got this script. Yeah, we could do a short film. It's yeah. made for you. I wrote it." And I was like, "Man, like I felt confident. I actually yeah. liked the idea of the film. Probably not going to do it anymore." Yeah. Well, the high school. Wait, what? No, no, the one that I wrote. Well, tell for, me about it, please. Well, I gotta remember. See, like my brain's like all yeah. over the place, and like it's crazy. Um, the movie was about a writer okay. and his fiance or his wife mm-hmm. left him. Oh. So it was like a big blow. And yeah. then he goes to therapy and his therapist is his father in law. Oh, that's awkward. So it but like yeah. it I didn't set it up that way until the end. Yeah. When he blows up and says, Well, how did you feel when I married your daughter? It's like you wanted this to happen, everything like that. Yeah. And then he goes to kill himself in the end. And then his fiance walks in the door and tries to save him. And then, interesting. And then there would be like a sequel, a potential sequel, everything like that. Oh. But that will never cease to exist. I don't know. I mean, it could work, man. It's still, it's still on the laptop. Put it and print it out. But print I have, I have two films that I want to do with Spike Jones. Okay. Two of them. You want to tell us about it, or you want to keep it secret? You and plead the fifth. I'll tell you about one. All right. Nice. So we're getting one in there. We're getting one. And I have it written, and if anybody tries to, like, take it... Well, it's on podcast, so if anyone takes it, you know they stole it from yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, But it's... Um, give me the log line. You don't, have, no, don't give me this whole thing. Give me, the, like, the plot like the plot summary. Plot summary. So yeah. basically, it's about this guy named Fox okay. who hides behind a fox mask, <laughs> which foxes are a sign of vulnerability. Yeah. I have a fox. Okay. And... I like you know I call myself the wandering fox. Okay, but basically it's kind of the wandering poet. Yeah, <laughs> but the wandering fox it's like you know hold dear to me. But yeah. fox is kind of like coming to terms with his father dying, and he's mm-hmm. trying to kind of like he uses the mask to kind of hide from the world. Yeah, and then he meets a girl. Okay, and then that kind of changes the perspective of like what love truly is. Okay, so she doesn't fall for him, like she falls for him, but she wants to see what's underneath. And he's afraid to open up. Mm. So that's what it's about. Interesting. I like it. And then, you know, it's with a lot of the stuff I write, I like to add side stories. So when yeah. you watch it again, you can kind of like pinpoint the second story. Yeah, yeah. I like movies like that. Yeah. Where you have to give it several watches to finally pick up on what's happening in the background. Yeah. Instead of the main story, because usually the main story isn't the main story. It's what yeah. happens in the background. Yeah, it's that side story, the small details that are really Those small details. Wonderful. Like you want what was what movie do I watch religiously? And like you just pick up on all the small details of it. Oh my god, I'm blank. I have so many that I blank out now. Like uh, Ghostbusters. There's some small details, like you know, Very small like details. the ba- like the story is great, but like Lewis and Lewis and Dana, that whole situation, yeah. and even like the second one with Lewis and Janine, which comes out of nowhere, and then. All that other shit too, like you know, it's just a it's, fucking great ride. And I just, I think that's what's so great about movies is that like there's so much like creativity and there's so much storytelling that's being like put out. Yeah. Like I watch a lot of like old films and like I try not to like go back to like my favorite like childhood films yeah. because I kind of ruin it. It kind of ruins it for you. Why is that? Like nostalgia. Nostalgia is very dangerous because you'll go back and it may not feel the same like it did when you were a kid, and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't want to like watch this. It's like it's like watching Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. I, I just don't feel the same anymore. Wow. And 
you know, like it's like nothing against like yeah. the people that love it, but like when I think of Tim Burton, I don't think Edward Scissorhands and you know, really, I'm for Christmas. I think Big Fish, Big Eyes, the Batman series. Mm-hmm. So like I kind of uh, like I try not to go back. Yeah, <laughs> I try not to go back because what about Beetlejuice, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Pee Wee's Big Adventure was dope. Yeah, did you ever see Big Top Pee Wee? Yeah, yeah. All right, you're like one of the five people that have so. Yeah, Pee Wee Herman was dope back yeah. in the day, man. Like, regardless of what he did afterwards, he was in Mystery Man. You ever seen yeah, Mystery Man? Mystery Man, yeah. I loved Mystery he was the Man. Guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, like such a great movie. That's an old movie that like no one ever really like. No know, one talks about it. it. Had a great cast. It's underrated because it just didn't do well. I think and it just, the mole man it happens. Like, yeah. but, I mean, who was it? Was Ben Stiller? It was like Kean Thompson. Not Kean Thompson. No, it was Kel. Uh, Kel. Kel, Kel um, the guy from Shameless, uh, William H Macy, yeah, he's yeah. an old man or something like that, right? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, there's a lot of people in that movie. Like, it was a great film. Like it had a great appeal to it. It was yeah. different. And I mean, I understand people are not going to like it, but yeah. I mean, like you had all these like great yeah. actors on it. I don't understand. Like Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller alone should have yeah. drawn. I mean, uh, what was it? Galaxy Quest. I thought. Yeah, Galaxy Quest was that, dope. That is dope. I think that came around the same time, didn't it? I think I think it was years after. Oh, a year Maybe after? a year after, okay. two years after, but yeah, like but still like, you know, like that's the same type of movie. Galaxy Quest just killed it. I saw I saw an article about Galaxy Quest oh, really? the other day. It popped up on Facebook and I forgot what like the headline was, but I was like, Oh man, like I totally forgot about Galaxy Quest. Was it the one about like how it was the best Star Trek episode ever? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, oh man. It, it was kind of the perspective of what you would think of, like, you know, they had the cons. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, yeah, this is actually real. I'm like, oh. You know, and oh, like, yeah. it's like Alan Rickman, Tim Allen. I'm like, another great cast. Tony Shalhoub, Sigourney like, Weaver. <laughs> you have Sam Rockwell. You got, who else? Rain Wilson is yeah. in it, too. Um, the girl plays, uh, I forgot her name, but she's in Dodgeball with the unibrow. I don't know her name, but yeah, I know but who you're, you're talking about. about. Yeah, I forgot her. Oh, it's like, oh, shit. She's also in... Oh, she's in a movie that I just saw recently, and it's—is it Booksmart? I think she's in Booksmart also. But she's like the—I the, haven't like seen her, Booksmart, Booksmart yet. Booksmart's really good. By I the found way. out that um, one of the girls, her brother is Jonah Hill. Oh, really? Yeah. Like in Booksmart. Was, yeah, the um, what's her name? Bessie, Betsy. I don't know. Like the bigger one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want to say that. Well, I mean, but, yeah. well, it's just too. Yeah, just but yeah, that's like Jonah. Yeah. That's Jonah Hill's that's sister. Awesome. Good for her. And I'm like, yo, like Jonah Hill, underrated as hell. Yeah. He deserves so much praise. And to see his progression for me growing up from accepted to yeah. super bad, I bought super bad on my 13th birthday. Oh, shit. That's how prominent that movie was. What was that? Oh, what year was that? Oh, six, oh, seven. I think it was oh, six. Oh, six. I was fucking 16, 17 around that time. Then oh, eight. I was like, 14. Yeah, because Accept it came out the year after. I think. Yeah. yeah. No, it came out before that. It did? Yeah. Accept it no. was before oh, Super really? Bad. Yeah. I, didn't, I, I don't remember that. Yeah. I, I thought it was always And like after. Super Bad was just, it was for its time, it was perfect. And yeah. I went back and I watched it again and I was like, wow, like, yeah. this was so amazing. Yeah. I was 13 years old when I got this movie. I remember going up to the Walmart counter yeah. and like the guy was like, is your like parents around? I was like, yeah, my grandma's right there. Yeah. I want this movie. Yeah. And just like, and then I was just like, I just couldn't stop drawing pictures of dicks. I'm like, Oh, I can't watch this with family in the room. <laughs> if you think about it, right. If you take a look at it, if you start with the 40 year old virgin and you go all the way to super, you know, 40 year old virgin, super bad. You have accepted. You have fucking waiting. You have, 
Um, what else is going on at time? Still fr- just friends. You have uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? Um, knocked up. All those movies within that time frame were just so good. Yeah, like I was at movies every Friday in high school. Thanks. Have to you that. ever seen Slam and Salmon? I have. Thanks to Mark. Yeah, dude. Like about being a server. Yeah. Because let's talk about that. I'm a server, so okay. seeing watching Waiting and Slam and Salmon is like the perfect. Waiting is like one of my favorite movies. Of it's all literally time. what we go through as yeah. servers every single day. Yeah. And like people always talk about the scene where like the lady's being a fucking bitch and they're like, don't fuck with people that make your food. Yeah. And then, I mean, I wouldn't do shit like yeah, yeah. that. I've heard stories and like I'm in this big old group on Facebook called yeah. Server Memes and people talk about like their experiences. Oh, really? Yeah, dude. It's all across the board. Like you get those stories, yeah. like them Karens and I'm like, yo, like y'all are wallin'. Have you ever seen Still Waiting? Yeah. Oh my god, that's Still a, Waiting is trash. Ter- oh, that's so trash. And like I watched it and I was like, oh, I didn't know they made a second one and it was just god awful. And I was like, I, I watched the whole thing just to give it a chance. Yeah, no, same. I never shut off a movie because I like to give yeah. it a chance, but I was like, I regret I've only walked out that. three movies, I think, my whole life, if I'm not mistaken. I walked out of Stomp the Yard, I walked out of uh, Dave Chappelle's Block Party, and I walked out of Beowulf. Yeah, well, okay, because I walked out of Stomp the Yard because I didn't really want to be there and I want to see it to begin with, and I was kind of forced to see it. And I was like, I'm not really feeling it. And then Dave Chappelle's Block Party, we walked out because we weren't, because whatever the trailer was, it wasn't what we thought it would be. Because the trailer was very misleading to us at the time when we were, you know, 16. And we're like, what is this shit? Like, what the fuck? Like, this isn't like the jokes he's pulling off in the trailer. Like, what? Like, we're just gonna go all around and. So how off. long? How long were you in there? We were in there for you? a good hour, maybe. Oh, we were okay. in there for like, you know, we weren't like it wasn't like sit down, watch it for five minutes, and we walk out. No, it was like we actually made the effort and stayed for like a good maybe forty five minutes tops, and then we left because we we're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, I understand that. And um, but Beowulf, Beowulf. Well, I think I saw it. Well, hold on. I left. Oh yeah, because me and my friend were gonna hang out with other people. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like, we're in Beowulf, and they're like, "They want to hang out." I'm like, "All right, cool. Let's go hang out with these people." <laughs> so we left. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was. It, I mean, Beowulf is dope. I, like I mean, I saw it again, and it was it was good. It wasn't like I like the thirteenth. Have you seen Witcher so. yet? Witcher uh, on Netflix. I, I started watching it. Yeah, dude. I like I like yeah. time period stuff. I like movies from like yeah. Viking era and Victorian era. Yeah. Like. Just something about the aesthetic of those movies mm-hmm. just kind of like sit right with me. Yeah. Or like when modern movies, I don't like modern like social media type where like people are like, oh, yeah, look, you know, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. And it's yeah. like, I don't like this time period. Yeah. Movies, if yeah, that makes sense. Because a lot of it, you could, like, it's all like anything you do in this time period, like a horror film. Yeah. You can call 911 on your cell phone. Your cell phone's not going to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless someone kills a cell service reception and then. They, it's a whole bigger fit. Like, you know what I mean? You can't really, like, I'm on your cell phone. No, you're not. Like, I, I saw, like, what movie is that? The whole Death Date? Not, yeah, not Death, Death Date. Day. No, no, not that one. It's the other, the newer one with the cell phones. Like, they find out. Oh, what the Countdown gonna, app? Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't see that. That movie was stupid. Oh, really? That movie was fucking stupid. Why was it so stupid? Because it was just the app and, like, oh, It was, dead. like, the app, and then, like, they were, like, oh, the story behind it is, like, this witch from, like... Biblical so it, days. It was the ring of um, app movies. Yeah, I was just like, this is stupid. Like, yeah, and it was like because the first scene, like they they look at the date, and then yeah. it was like the girl's like, I have like thirty five minutes to live. Yeah, and then she's like freaking out, and then her phone starts fucking up. Really, but like 
there was a part where she was in the car with her boyfriend. He's drunk. She's like, I feel like we should just walk. He's like, no, let's just drive. I'm fine to drive. She's like, yeah. no, I'm not going to do that. So she gets out of the car and starts walking. And then her phone starts freaking out and says that she had um, went against the terms and policies. And she's yeah. like, whatever. So then, you know, she gets in her house and it's freaking out. It's making all these noises. She's in the in the shower. You know, the, yeah. the shower scene where, yeah. like, she looks and to see there's nothing there. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay. She leaves it open. She goes to walk out the door and then, and then it fucking yeah. slams shut. And then she's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. She tries to open it again and whatever the fuck it was yeah, yeah. catches her, throws her up in the air. She lands on the fucking bathtub and then her boyfriend got in an accident and where she was sitting, a tree went through it. So basically it was saying that like she was supposed to die that way, but yeah. said, nah, I'm gonna go this way. And she died another way. And she died another so it's way. So basically Final Destination meets the ring. Yeah, it's stupid. I was yeah. just like, yo, this is fucking stupid. You know what movie I liked, actually? is uh, Maybe you didn't like it, but the Escape Room movie. I haven't seen Escape Room. I liked it, because it was because you know what? I like Escape Rooms myself. Yeah. I like going to them. My girlfriend actually finally finished one for once, finally. It was, it was just forever. We finally got one done. Thank God. <laughs> I've been to one and yeah. like I actually like it. I'm one of those like detail type of people. Yeah. So like everybody else can do all the figuring out. I'll, I'll like look under tables yeah, for like no, little they, details. You have to do that. Like, like the the dude next time you go, you gotta go and start looking, but when they start telling you the instructions, just start looking. Just start that's, looking. That's what you start, you just mentally go, like, okay. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Like <laughs> you you hear them, but you have to just like start mentally like preparing and go, yeah. okay, we don't go that looks weird, that looks weird, that looks like something, you know, like oh, there's a jacket, gotta go show the jacket. Like you you know where to go in the first five minutes instead of you going like, What do you guys wanna do? Like where should we go? It's like, no, nah. just put the fuck up yeah. and start going and that's how you do it. Exactly, man. Yeah, I got to do it again. Like I only did it one time, yeah. and it was fun. Like yeah. I, I like it. Go? I went to um, Escapeology. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. yeah. So we did the little. I think it was like the train room. Oh yeah, we did that one too. Yeah, That's what we finished. So yeah. we didn't finish because like we like we got the wrong answer. So yeah. they were like, "Oh yeah, it was this." I was like, "Oh okay, we like messed up." Yeah. But we spent so much time in the first room. Oh yeah, that, and that, that was that, that was the that was the thing that like messed up and I, we were just like, "What the hell's going on?" I like doing the most challenging ones of those to be honest. Yeah. Like, you know, just in general, those are I think if you do the most challenging ones, you you learn so much more. Yeah. And then if you I mean, even though like this one has 67% completion rate, it's like I'm not going to do that yet. I'm going to yeah. I'll do that last. Because I'd rather take the hard one than I. Than yeah, I don't see. I don't like just jumping into things yeah. like that. You know, um, me and my girlfriend, uh, we went to Catalina Island for uh, a birthday gift her mom and uh, you know gave her, and um, it was during off season, so it's February. We have nothing really to do. It's kind of cold, and we found it. We were walking around, and we found an escape room. Nice. And it was this pirate themed escape room in like Yo. this apartment complex. I shit you not, it's like this. Legit, like you know, where people live and work, I guess. Yeah. Like, the guy has like you know two. It was like two, two or three rooms. No, it was like two rooms, right? And it was pretty dope. And like this one room was going crazy. And this guy's like, "Ma'am, what's your name?" She was Courtney. Courtney, you need to calm down. Like, he told that straight up. And like she's like, <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, "What the? Fuck? Yo, <laughs> like she? It was like." Because people, I think some people want to try to finish that in like a quick time. Yeah, you can't do it. Like, you, if you don't, if you do that, if you think about that, then you're going to fuck up the whole yeah. escape room and you're going to fuck up the experience. Like, you can do it. And it was tough too because it was, you're in the fucking pitch black to begin with and you're trying to find stuff and you have like yeah. these lamps and shit like that and trying to get out of a jail cell. Then from the jail cell, you're in this like it thing. That sounds so dope. It, it was really dope. And then we're towards the end and like my girlfriend figured out something and she was, what? And the woman Courtney's like, where's the lock? Where's the lock? It's like, 
shut the fuck up for me. Like, shut the fuck up and stop like moving pages and stuff oh, that we just fucking figured it out. We just told you what it was. And she's like, no, it's not that. Like, no, no, no. Poor Courtney. No, no, because she was with her daughter. I think she was kind of drunk too. I don't know, because she was with her daughter. You're in Catalina, but, so. But it was really weird, like, because. Like, she seemed fine, like, when we got there, and then all of a sudden, she, like, she got drunk somehow. Like, it was really... It, it yeah. probably just hit her. Yeah, something hit her. Something, like, I don't know what it was, but we're like, what? Probably the? edible. I, I, I guess so. <laughs> I don't, I had no idea what she did. Oh, man, that, that sounds like hell. It, it was, but it was such a fun experience. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's oh, that's yeah. the point of it. As long as you had fun. Oh, yeah, now, now we talk about Don't Be Courtney at the escape yeah. room. <laughs> don't be a Courtney. Don't be a Courtney. That's like a Karen thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. So also going back to your um back to writing, right? So we can, <clears throat> we get into tangents in this podcast just to let you know. But going back to your writing, so you're writing scripts as um a young fellow and you're making skate films. Now let me ask you this, I forgot to ask you about this skate film. What do you think about flips yeah right and flips not flip sorry, flips sorry and flips really sorry? So sorry is a classic. Yeah. A classic. Yeah. Really sorry is another classic. For the time, it's obviously it's going to be sorry over really sorry, yeah. but then there's extremely sorry. Which I never saw. Extremely sorry is one of my favorites because of how they had Lenny from Motorhead that did majority yeah. of the soundtrack. Then they had all the claymation that they did for okay. everybody's like video parts. And that was like another prominent film that I went to Zoomies and I got the bundle. And yeah. with the bundle, you had the DVD and then it was like some skate dice, oh, wow. some stickers and like, I think shoelaces or something. Oh, it was cool. a little box set. It was actually dope. And I remember just like going back home and watching the whole thing. Yeah. And I was like, yo, like that, that sorry. And really sorry. Changed my musical, like outlook on a lot of things. Cause I downloaded so many fucking songs from those albums. Like, like every me, every you from placebo with Mark Appleyard. You had, um, David Bowie's 1984 with, uh, was it Ardo? I think it yeah, was. Yeah, Ardo. And then, like, um, Tom Penny had... Um, I love Tom Penny. Tom Penny had... What, what was it? Uh shit. Oh, no, I forgot. And then I think... if it Was it Really Sorry or Sorry? It was Ali Bulala's fucking... Um, he had the French song, but he had also uh, Johnny Thunder's Pirate Love. Oh, man. I don't... I think it was Sorry. I uh, Ali Bulala is, like, kind of, like, very, like, bittersweet to me. Yeah. Because after the Shane Cross thing. Yeah. So I'm, like... Anytime I hear his name, I kind of am just like... Oh. It's like it's unfortunate. Yeah. And he, he What did, happened with that? I don't know what happened exactly. Like they were in Australia. Yeah. And you know, they were drinking and um so like Ollie was on the moped. Yeah. And then like Shane's on the back of the moped, like riding around and they crashed and yeah. Shane died. And that like that sucked, dude. Yeah. And like Was Shane on flip? Yeah. Okay. He was like Were they were they filming extremely sorry at the time? I or think so, yeah. Okay. Because That's why they so had long, right? yeah, they had a lot of like Shane has like the very first part. Yeah. It's like a lot of the clips that he had. I actually I have his name tattooed oh, right wow. here. It's like that's like he meant like that much to me. He was oh, one wow. of my favorites, and I was like, yo, like for the longest time, I had this like grudge against Ali Bulala because yeah. I was like, yo. But then it's like you you have to remember both parties were yeah. at fault, so it sucks. But I don't know. Like that was um yeah really sorry it was dope yeah. I don't. I don't remember the songs. Like it's been so long. There's so many videos I've digested yeah. into me where I'm like, yo, like I don't. I don't think I remember the songs that much from uh, Really Sorry. But um, also too, what really like, 
I remember watching like a part of Extremely Sorry, and I'm like, "What is this music?" I'm like, "I want to hear like those really awesome soundtracks from like really different artists." I guess they got into copyright issues. I'm I don't know exactly, but like because like after even yeah right, I never saw, it was all original music and shit like that. Yeah, if I'm mistaken. The, like I don't know about like much about copyrights anyway, yeah, yeah. but like but that, that that is a thing. Yeah. yeah, it's usually copyrights because they're not making a lot of money off yeah. of it. So you're putting a lot of money into just getting these main songs yeah. and they're not getting anything, you know? So it, it's probably that. There's nothing wrong with original songs. Yeah. Um, I mean, lately it's kind of changed. So a lot oh, of people yeah. are using like a lot more like hip hop songs, okay. like, you know, other bands. Yeah. Um, for me, when I would film skate videos and like I have a YouTube channel with yeah. like all like the skate videos from the skate park, I would just use like whatever came to mind. I, yeah. I got in like one copyright strike, but I got like several YouTube channels, so it's whatever, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, Dude, um, there was. See, you haven't seen Fully Flared, but um, yeah. that like that soundtrack was really great. Okay. But once you get towards the end, Guy Mariano had Band of Horses, mm-hmm. the funeral, and then um, I think it was like Ghost in My House or something like that. And then Mark Johnson had basically he had three video parts. Yeah. In the banger, Mark, and he Johnson, just, Mark Johnson is that? That's from uh, Girl, right? Oh no, he was on Chocolate at the time. Oh, chocolate, oh yeah, Chocolate, chocolate Girl was the Chocolate yeah, right. the Kai. Yeah, and then he's actually on um, Adidas now, and then he has his own little company that he's working on. That whole situation was very sour. But uh, I don't know. I- um, well, like there's like this moment in like this was a couple years ago. Yeah. Um, girl, chocolate, Lakai were kind of like going down a little bit. Uh, they're all one company, right? Yeah, the Krell Tap. Okay. So they were kind of going down like money wise from yeah. what from what I was like told, and then. Mark Johnson was kind of like talking to Adidas because I mean, like, you yeah. want money. like he wants money. Like yeah. he's like, I can't really do much anymore. So and you know. Adidas is more of a shoe thing. Too, yeah, right? Adidas is a shoe company. They, they make a lot of money. They yeah. give you a lot of money. So he was like, oh, um, he was like, I'm gonna go there. Yeah. So from what was told, I don't know what was said or what's yeah. the real story, but Mike Carroll told Mark, if there's anything that's coming up, just wait. Don't announce it. Just wait it out. And then I guess at the Adidas. In days premiere, that's when they introduced Daywon Song and Mark Johnson. Oh, shit. And then it just sparked this whole fucking crazy shit that happened between Mark and Mike Carroll. And everything. isn't Mike Carroll like the owner of Girl? the owner of Girl with Rick Howard? Yeah, okay, I thought so because so, I was like, like, he sounds so prominent. Like, I didn't know who he was. Yeah, like, I kind of like had this feeling he was something it's, prominent. You know, it's like one of those things because like I didn't start learning about these guys until I got older and mm-hmm. started like opening my mind to like skate videos and stuff like that or yeah. like video games. Yeah, like I didn't know much about Mike Carroll. Like when I had Yeah Right when I first moved here, I bought Yeah Right from Tower Records, and yeah. that was like one of my favorite videos. And I remember seeing Mike Carroll's part. I didn't really care much about it. I didn't care much about um, Mark Johnson's part either at the yeah. time. Was Mark Johnson the one where he went the do 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 do? Yeah, yeah, the coat. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like, I didn't care about that part at the time, yeah. and so I didn't care about him until I saw Fully Flared. Yeah, and he was like a big inspiration on like yeah. how I skated after that. But I just didn't really like. I didn't really know much because I played Tony Hawk. Yeah. So like, you know, I mean, you know what everybody. Yeah, yeah, like you know what everybody was because yeah. of Tony Hawk games, and then like when the EA Skate franchise, that's when everybody else would come around. I was like, oh man, I didn't yeah. know about this guy. I I know like, about- I'm not big on the EA Skate actually. I'm not. I I'd rather just go with Tony Hawk. I, personally, I mean, it's different. So like Tony Hawk is very like arcade based, yeah. and then like skates like more of the realistic side. Oh yeah, I I, I know, but at the same time, I'm, I just hate the fucking whole like. Using the other joystick to do shit because I'm like I'm doing it and I'm like I still want to do it. I don't want to do a 360 flip. I was trying to do inward heel flip. Like it's fine. Like once you get used to yeah. it, 
it's just a little pain in the ass to me. I think, like I said, Tony Hawk, B's knees. If they just made uh, remade Underground, uh, Thug Underground. One. Yes, for, that's even, all they need to do. Even American Wasteland, I think, too. Well, like, they have uh, Thug Pro for the uh, the PC. Yeah. They can they can just literally give us that because it's all the Tony Hawk levels from every single game. Oh, wow. With the Tony Hawk Underground 2 physics because that was the most updated physics. I did not like Tony Hawk Underground 2. I didn't like it either. I, that was the weakest Tony Hawk game. I still have Thug 1 for Xbox. I, I found Thug 1 at a... Uh, retro games, and I, I'm like, I'm not gonna buy a PS2, yada yada, yada unless like I see Thug One, saw Thug One, bought bought Tony Hawk, I bought the PS2, come home, the Thug fucking disc is doesn't work on the PS on the PS2. I'm like, fuck. That's uh, so that's... maybe I'll go back today and look for it. Again. Yeah, but I mean, you got the PS5 that's <laughs> yeah. coming out, so that's gonna be backwards compatible from PlayStation yeah, One to PlayStation. I 5. hope they just put everything on there, like on even on the store, like everything yeah. they had, just. Put it on there for me. I, that's what I like about the PlayStation Four that they have like the PS2 games ported into it. Yeah. Because when I saw Bully all, on there, not all PS2 yeah, games. Because none of them. It's I don't know what it is. Yeah, but maybe I need more. Issue? Yeah, yeah, maybe licensing. I just need more. Yeah, I need more games. What I hate it though is I had PS3 prior to PS4, obviously. But like, if you bought Bully, yeah, you can't put it on the PS4. You have to buy it again. Yeah, I, I had to which, buy it again. Which kind of sucks. But I liked. For the 360, the scholarship edition was ten times better than because they had extra, yeah. they had all the extra stuff that yeah, I which liked. is I'm like why didn't they just redo that? It's exclusive shit. Yeah, it, that's all that it is. Which uh, I actually was playing on my three. I have a 360 as well. I got from retro game, and um, basically I got pretty like I got you know I saved it, and then all of a sudden like I turn my uh, fucking 360 one day, my save file was gone, and even like my Batman Arkham Origins, I was playing that game and I saved it, and like it's just I'm like all right. I haven't played this three like three sixty in a while, so I'm a little peeved at it right now. Yeah. I'm like shit. I remember the Red Ring day. Red Ring of Death. <sighs> yeah, I, I I like my PS PlayStation more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but was it a fucking though? Um, what's that new? There's a new skate game coming out. Oh uh, well, there's two. There's Skater XL and then there's yeah. Sessions. Okay. Which like they're they're both dope. Like I've seen like some really good videos from yeah. both, and I was like, yo, like Sessions is. Kind of like skate because okay. well they I think they're both kind of like skate because they have the analog yeah, controls, yeah. but I think sessions is the one where like you have the left analog is your left foot, right analog is oh, your right shit, foot. So yeah, like it's very intricate. So it's not like and how do you move? <laughs> oh, you move with um like A and then you turn with the triggers. Jesus, that, yeah, that's, I feel like that's I, too much. I got the alpha for like the PC, yeah. and I was just like, yeah, I can't do this. Everyone yeah. that everyone that I knew that played Skate Three in the skate community, they were like, "Oh, this is easy." I'm like, "Yeah, no." Nah. Yeah, no, 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 no. We get like just an easy, intricate. I'm like, I, that's I why I'm like, care. let me stick with Tony Hawk. It, yeah, it's not it's it's not coming out yeah. for like consoles for a while. So, oh yeah, they're still, still working on it. Yeah, they're right? still working on it. And then uh, Tony Hawk Five just sucks. I never played that. I didn't watch. I never it. played it. And then uh, hopefully there's no. I think there's some like something in the works with that Tony Hawk. Shit, they, they, there's a rumor going around that like there is a another Tony Hawk game. But like, I don't want just, Ro- just Bad re- Robot to do it though, yeah. or whatever. Not Activision, bad. Activision, but it's not. It's someone else who had it. Like uh, who did the last one? I, I don't. And know. They did the HD version too. The HD version was fine. Yeah, that was fine. But five was just garbage, god awful. You know, four is pretty good still. Four is still three and four. Well, you know, I, two, two, three, four, and Thug. I never just, played two actually. Two was the classic. That's I, it. Was it wasn't on N sixty four right away? It was on N sixty four? So it was on PS two. And I was like, shit. <laughs> you got to play that. Yeah. For sure. The soundtrack to everyone knows. Yeah. Everyone's like music taste got from Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, really? Hands down. 
Okay. That was like one of the best soundtracks in gaming history. I think I think uh, American Wasteland had a better soundtrack. Well, they had a lot of the covers, and that was one thing I liked about American yeah. Wasteland was the covers. Okay. So it was just all the different bands that were doing yeah. like everything, and then you had Green Day's Holiday, which was like a big thing. Uh, MCR did a cover. Yeah, uh, Taking Back Sunday did yeah. a cover, Thursday did a cover, I think. Um, yeah. There was, um, I like to see a mix of like a Project 8 thuggish, I guess. Like something like... Or not, yeah, because I'm trying to find Project Eight right now instead of Proving Ground. I keep seeing Proving, Proving Ground. Proving Ground is trash. Yeah, and I, I want to see Project Eight because I want to play Project Eight again. I don't know why. Project Eight was dope. Yeah. Um, I just I liked Thug had more of a story. Yeah. That's what I liked. Yeah. And then it fell off. Yeah. There needs to be more of an open world though in that Thug and the Thug, like American Wasteland was kind of an open world and it worked for like not you know for its time it was dope time, because yeah. like we didn't have loading screens yeah which was great you know I and, was able to go and that's. You get so spoiled with yeah. games now. I don't really want to like be loading into anything. Let me oh, yeah, just kind of walk through. But Which is crazy because you think they would be able to do that by now. Like they've done that with so many. There's things. there's different engines. Like when you kind of get down to it, if you ever play like Yakuza, no, like they have a dragon engine which okay. literally has just environment for every single building, and yeah. there's no like there's no harsh refresh rate. You can just literally walk into a building and everything is just ready to go. Environments moving. Wow! Like, oh yeah, the Yakuza series is like amazing. Japanese game. Japanese is it like is it like GTA? I've heard about it. But. It's not. It's open world. It's got a story, but it's. Not, I wouldn't say it's like GTA. It's it's more like story based, and it's yeah. not like you can't really. I mean, you can get into fights with people and stuff yeah. like that, but just think of like. Think of like Street Fighter. Okay. Think of like a, just an open world, like Street Fighter base, like fighting wise. Yeah. But the story is very prominent. Okay. Very great. Um, when I was growing up, I was a fan of Shinmu. Okay. Oh, I think that maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's probably like. Think Shin, of think, isn't yeah, think Shinmu of, six or some shit like that. No, no, no. It's Yakuza or, six. Okay, that's what I'm getting. So Shinmu just came out with Shinmu three. Okay, that's I'm getting those. I know what you're talking about because I see I've heard of that. Because like Shinmu was on the Dreamcast. Okay. And then like Yakuza was like PlayStation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Shinmu's a classic. That was one of my favorite games from Dreamcast besides Sonic Adventure and Crazy Taxi. Oh, Crazy Taxi's great. I had that for PS2. Yeah. Classic. And arcades and all that shit. That was fun. Always. Yeah. And yeah, okay. I, I recommend that. Okay. Because like, the, the new Yakuza. How do you feel about um, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot coming out? I love it. I, yeah. I'm actually excited. I'm not a big Dragon Ball Z fan. Like the only, like the Dragon Ball Z game I like was Sagas. Yeah. And I'm like, they need more of this. I, I miss I miss playing like you know couch I miss those couch playing games like because yeah. every time I had like I would like rent out yeah, yeah. Dragon Ball from like Blockbuster and I'd yeah. have friends come over and I just yeah. give them the sticks you know like yeah. yo let's play yeah. yeah oh man it was dope you know what I used to do as a child we used to go over to my one friend's house this kid, this guy Travis and we used to show off the lights and play Batman Returns on the Super NES oh. and we used to take turns and make believe it was a movie. <laughs> That's like, as we just watched someone like, oh, oh, oh shit. Man. Yeah. That's what we did back in the day. It was so much fun. <laughs> like I said, man, nostalgia is dangerous. You just go down this memory lane. I'm like, yeah. yo, like, <laughs> I didn't have friends. You know what I just bought for the PS4? Jedi Outcast 2. Oh. That is terrible, that game. It is terrible. I'm sorry. I, I just started it, and like, the aiming system in that game blows. Yeah. Like, I aim on you. It moves. I'm like, what the? And then you shoot him, and you still miss. And I'm like, what the? What the fuck? <laughs> I, I say I can get into games too. Like, yeah. 
We're just, uh, we're just into a whole tangent of shit. Yeah, today. It's, no, it, it's totally yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, you ever played Life is Strange? No, I don't play. I don't really play much games, even though I have a. I feel like I have a lot of games. I don't play. But much. you've never played like any like AAA games where like your choices matter, like Beyond Two Souls or like no, Heavy no. Rain. No, I hate Heavy Rain. I watched my roommate play that in college, and I was like, "This is cool," but I'm like, "It's not really exciting to me." I like the direction that like a lot of like games are going, where yeah. it's more like it has that movie feel. Well, yeah, I mean, I did like Spider Man: What with Shadows because that kind of told you like you know you had choices and shit like yeah. that. If you, did you ever play that? What yeah. with Shadows, fucking great game. Yeah, yeah, like I like that. And then like the Spider Man that they came out with the PlayStation Four. Oh, that's beautiful. That was a great game too. It was like I never like I'm a very emotional person when yeah. I watch like movies. I get emotionally invested yeah. in like. I've never had like a game where I've just like crying at like parts. I'm like, yo, this. <laughs> it made nice. Yeah, I yeah. It. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but like, I think the one that kind of hit the most besides that was Doc Ock. Oh, yeah. That whole like that scene right there. And I, I, I like going on YouTube and like watching all the cutscenes. Like, yeah. people put the cutscenes together. Yeah, it's yeah. like five hours of like footage, oh, yeah. but I just have it playing. I'm just like, yo, like, this is so dope. So good. But like, Life is Strange is one of those games that they said they were going to turn into a TV show. And yeah. It has potential to be a TV show, but it's about like this girl who has the power of like reversing that she can go back and okay. like she can go back in time, but the way that she can go back in time is if she looks at a photo and she can go back to a certain point in time, but she's able to reverse time. Interesting. And she has like these premonitions of the Arcadia Bay, which is like Oregon. Yeah. Kind of like getting hit with this big tornado that's supposed to wipe out the whole thing. And then within the whole entire story, she's finding out about a girl, like her best friend who she runs into had a best friend that mm. was murdered. She was yeah. like, you know, drugged, murdered. Uh, and she's yeah. like trying to find out. And it's literally one of those games that like, it was a tearjerker. Oh, wow. It's movie elements right there. And yeah. it's there. You play it in episodes. Okay. So at the time they were doing it like, okay, we're dropping down this one. This is episode one is getting dropped on this day. Yeah. And then episode two would be like the next like month. And four yeah. Months. So they, they broke it down to eight episodes and it was like amazing. Well, that's what they're doing now with games. It seems like, yeah. um, I remember Assassin's Creed origin did that. Not origin. Um, honestly did that. Yeah. Where they broke down episodes and like you get one month. It'd be for the season pass people. Yeah. And the next month would be like the free play people and shit like that. And I, I like that. I like that whole, because I, I run through games like so easy. Yeah. And I think it's good for the people that don't really get to play games a lot because now you can kind of just hop in and yeah. kind of wait. But then I I, hop, I get impatient. I hopped into a game and I felt completely different. Like I think it was um, what was it? And I was like, this is this feels weird. Like I feel like they changed it. Uh, fuck, what game was it? Like Andromeda, Mass Effect Andromeda. No, I haven't uh, played that. Or was it that? Or was it something something else? I'm like, where am I? I don't remember <laughs> this at all. Being when I got the game. Yeah. Yeah. I hate those moments. Yeah, I'm like, did I, did I play this? It's like usually, it's like usually you go back to a game. You're like, oh, I know exactly how to play this, and yeah. then you're like, oh, wait a second, oh, yeah, the I controls forgot. are different. Like, yeah, shit, when they change the controls on me. Yeah, and then you have to go to your settings. You're like, did I change anything? Yeah, like, nope, I don't touch anything. I started um, playing uh, Detroit Become Human again. Oh yeah, and that's that was another really good game. Yeah, yeah. I just artificial intelligence having a mind in its own. It's, oh yeah, that's like everything. Like, that, have you ever seen Black Mirror? Yeah, I have. It's artificial intelligence where we need to learn that like we don't need artificial intelligence it's called skynet dude yeah dude yeah. get ready get rid of your skynet there you go dun 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 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Did you see- irobot you ever seen irobot seen yeah I-Robot, man yeah. Um, or terminator man myself yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not dealing all with right that, all right man. terminator one two three four five or six seven <laughs> 
Oh, uh, one. Okay. <laughs> I think I think two's better though. Yeah. I think two's better. Bigger stakes. Yeah. Yeah, but one's one's one, one's a classic. I I try three to stick. Three is underrated. Now that I think about. It. I've yeah. watched three once or twice, and I'm like, this is a lot better than I thought. I, it I was. like to stick with like. I'm a big fan of like. If it doesn't need a sequel, don't give it a sequel. Yeah. And. I mean, Terminator has been a really good franchise. Yeah. They're, you know, continue on. I, no, remember, I don't think so. This last one, though, which I liked. I saw that for free. I liked yeah. it. Yeah. I don't like, it's just one of those things. I don't think the appeal is there anymore because it's so long. It's like Avatar, man. Like James Cameron just released some Avatar images and like people are like, what? Care about Avatar? No one cares about Avatar. <laughs> like, as, as much as I like James Cameron a lot, yeah. I, I think you took too much time. He took personally, I think he took too much time just to get the technology right. To try to advance Avatar to two and three and four and five and try, I, I think he was shooting all those like. And he's he's kind of complaining back. about like Marvel and everything. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like just do your own thing. I mean, he has two of the biggest box office movies of all time: Titanic and Avatar. Right? It's like, yeah. But Avatar, if you think about it, also when it came out, they re-released it like twice, and it's still like that's how it made the money too. Yeah. Like if if you release Endgame on the anniversary of Endgame being you know in box office. Probably make a lot of money still again. Yeah. You know, what I mean, if you did a Infinity War and game like double feature type thing, it's gonna make money. Yeah, I saw like I literally have the VHS of Titanic, the yeah. DVD, and the Blu-ray, and then I saw it 3D when it, they were doing the whole 3D run yeah. in theaters. Did you ever see A Night to Remember? Yeah, that's a good movie. A very good movie. I just saw that recently for the first time. I was like, wow, this is so much better than Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Well, have you ever seen uh, Revolutionary Road? No, I haven't. That's like another great, you know, Leo and like Kate Winslet movie. Yeah, yeah. Really great. And that like a lot of people were like, Oh, this would be the story if you Jack, know, Jack yeah. and Rose, you know, well, if Jack, you know, didn't die. But yeah. I'm like, you know, I'm a big drama yeah, yeah. person. I love drama films and that was like such a great fucking movie. Do you use the drama films as um a way to write as yeah, a way to poetry? Absolutely. Yeah. So like a lot of what I write mm -hmm. is just kinda like you know, things from like my past and yeah. how I feel and drama films kind of do help. And that's yeah. what I've always written. So if you, have you ever seen Brooklyn? No, I haven't. It's like Saoirse Ronan, um, Dom Hill Gleason. I forgot the dude's name, but it, you know, it's Irish girl yeah. that moves to Brooklyn, New York. Yeah, no, I <clears throat> it's a good time period film. I recommend it. Okay. That was like a movie that I watched on repeat while I was yeah. writing. Um, I finally saw over the summer, um, call me by your name. Oh, and okay. That's such a great film. Shamalot, right? Yeah, I think he's in it. I think that's him. Oh yeah, Timothy Shalit. I thought you said Shamalot. I thought okay. that's how you say it. Shamalot yeah. or whatever. Shamalot. Shamalot. Whatever it is. Timmy Shalit. I, I Sh say Shalit. Scallops. I don't know. Whatever it is. You see him in uh, uh, like uh, that new Kings movie? I haven't seen it. I want okay. to. I just. I'm weird about like yeah. movies, man. It's like, a good movie. I like. I like to watch movies with people. Yeah. Like I, I really had to like break myself down to watch something by myself. I yeah. went when Revenant came out. Yeah. I was like hitting up everybody. I was like, hey, who wants to go to see Revenant with me? I'm paying. <laughs> da 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 yeah. da. And no one hit me up. I was like, I'm gonna go by myself yeah. because I have to see this. I everyone, don't mind going by myself. Everybody was like, oh, like you know. Leo's yeah. gonna get the Oscar for this, and I was like, "Well, I have to see this." Yeah, yeah. And I was like, front, I was front row in the movie theater by myself. Yeah, big old thing of popcorn, and I'm just like there watching it. And I'm like, "Yo, there you go." I I try like going places by myself. I just last yeah. year, last year was when I finally started going places by myself. Yeah. And 
it's it's like weird so like i always like try to get a table that's like in the corner yeah i like to have my back against the wall and okay. i can see the exit yeah no i feel you i get i do the same know, thing and I'm then like i'll go thing, to man. the bar by myself and you know i like i'll talk to people yeah. but like you know it's Some, just it's, sometimes you gotta do things by yourself it's it's not that it's not as it's scary but it's not that bad but that, and that's what i had to do with this yeah. book like okay. i had to like you know i um to get personal like yeah. i you know i i was going through like a major separation yeah. from a three year relationship okay. and like I was kind of lost. That's like, what made I you was, kind like, of I was, yeah, okay. I was super lost and um I was like I started doing jujitsu and okay. like and that at that time like it was a good void filler yeah. because I like I wasn't thinking about anything. I was thinking about just like, you know, rolling around and yeah. the holds and then, you know, couldn't do it anymore. Then I just started, you know, you fall into that hole. And I was on Facebook and like yeah. some lyrics popped up from this like song that I mm-hmm. shared. And I'm looking, I was like, yo, these are like, these are hard hitting. Like, did yeah. I write this? I had a cross check. I'm like, did I write this? And I was like, no, it was from this band. So I went down a rabbit hole to my old Tumblr page. Oh, wow. With like all my old spoken word stuff. And I yeah. was like, yo, like I was pretty angsty and pretty angry. Yeah. I was like going through some shit. And like, you know, like we all go through shit. But yeah. then I was just like going through and then. The dudes I play PlayStation with, I was sharing with them in a yeah. group chat. I was like, yo, like, look at this stuff that I used to write. Yeah. And my buddy Jason. Were you nervous to send that to people? Yeah. Like, yeah. Very, because, you know, it's, you're like, I'm vulnerable. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm letting you oh, yeah, into, definitely. like, that world. So, like, my buddy, my buddy Jason from um, uh, Birmingham, England. Yeah. I, like, you know, he was like, dude, you should write a book. Yeah. And I was just like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, I was just like, I Something. didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, whatever. And, it was one of those like thoughts that kept lingering. Yeah. Like you've ever had like that moment where like you had an idea yeah. and you're trying so hard to put it off, yeah. but it's like, Hey, Hey, do it. Hey, do it. Do Hey. It. Yeah. And I was just like, so I started writing yeah. and I have Celtics. I have Celtics. Okay. That's how I do all like my script yeah. writing and stuff like that. So I was Which like, I hate the new Celtics by the way. That's I got, I, I tormented, yeah. I tormented the old one. Okay, good. So, good you know, I, because yeah, yeah. the new one, they were like, oh yeah, you're going to pay. I was like, yeah, no, I, I don't know why they went through that model. They I were, have no idea. They were one of the best, uh, screamer. I think they were better than final draft. And mm-hmm. I don't want, like, I mean, final draft is great, but I don't want to pay like 200 bucks for final draft. Like you know, yeah. thing. Yeah, but like, I did buy um, Final Draft Mobile, which was like ten bucks. I I wouldn't I wouldn't pay for yeah. like anything if you know it's bad enough that I had to pay for like Microsoft Word for like college and stuff oh, yeah. like that. You know, it's stupid. So I used Celtics and I was writing. So yeah. I was taking all the old stuff that I had from Tumblr and I was yeah. rewriting it. Were you write, How were you writing in uh, Celtics for Mass? So like, like they have that novel, like you know how like you oh, have yeah, like yeah, film, yeah. Television, television, comic, radio, novel. Yeah, yeah. So I put the novel one and oh, I guess cool. the way that I did, I did it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I didn't separate it in like pages. I didn't go like next page. I literally yeah. just typed out page one yeah. and then did a poem page two. So like I laid it out so when. I start to edit and put it through the PDF of like yeah. Microsoft Word. It's like easier for me to kind of like yeah, instead yeah. of me going like. So I did it that way, and that's all I did. Yeah, I just kept you know I was writing stuff from my Tumblr. I was like, okay, yeah. you know this sounds good. Oh, I remember saying this. So yeah. I was trying to rework everything, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm gonna do you know I'm gonna do fifty poems. Okay. I was like, I think fifty poems would be good for a starting pages, out. Yeah. yeah, fifty pages. Then it went to a hundred. Oh wow! And then I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll go to one fifty, and yeah. then it went to two hundred. Okay. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna stick with two hundred. Yeah. And at the time, I went to Barnes and Noble to buy um, Courtney Peppernell's book Pillow Thoughts. Yeah. And I had already knew about Ruby Carr's Milk and Honey, and that's yeah. like one of the biggest grossing poetry books of like the modern era. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, two point two million copies wow. sold. 
And like at sixteen ninety nine at the time, like that's forty two million dollars that yeah. she had made, and then not including like the separation yeah. from like you know distribution. But like I bought, I bought Pillow Thoughts, mm-hmm. and I read that. Yeah. So I gained inspiration at that. And like Courtney Pepernell has a, like a lot of like longer poems. Yeah. And right. I was like, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, you know, I can do the longer stuff too. But then once I got Milk and Honey, and then I got uh, Ruby Carr's second book, yeah. I started to see that like you can tell a little bit more short things. Yeah. I was like, okay, you know. So I started writing shorter stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I saw like all these other people were doing contemporary poetry. Yeah. It's the same way, just short yeah. little things. And I was like, you really, you can feel a lot more in a short paragraph than you can with something bigger. Yeah. But were you doing like a half page or like, is it one of those ones where it's like just the, you know, like here's the, um, here's the text. And then like literally here's the, the borders behind it or whatever. Like, is it one of the shorter ones? Or it's, is it, like, no, like, um, like you're talking about like the format. On yeah. Like Celtics. yeah it's for, or the format of the, 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 like you know, because you're just saying about long form poetry. Oh like, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, just in general, like uh, it's not it's not a haiku. It would just literally like yeah. just be a paragraph. Oh, okay. And like some people kind of like break it down. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, they'll break like oh, one spot space, but yeah. No, I just kind of just did like the long way. Okay. okay. You know, just something that flowed together. Yeah. And that's what I was doing, and mm-hmm. I just kind of you know, and I did a lot of research, and I was like, okay, cool. So then there's moments where I'd be at work yeah. and like, you know, I was like serving at the time and like in between like waiting for food and being against a table, I'm like, I'm thinking about poems. I'm yeah. like literally just like, Oh, I got I'm taking like receipt yeah. paper and I'm writing <laughs> stuff down or I'm like in a corner, not supposed yeah. to be on my phone. I'm like, oh, you know, looking for a manager as I'm trying to like yeah. write something. Then you mess up. You have all these typos. Wait, 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 yeah. But then like, but when I would go into <laughs> yeah, yeah. like Celtics, you know, yeah. obviously I like my spell checks. So I'm like, Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I'm doing all that. And again, like the separation was yeah. like the biggest thing that like few fueled everything. Yeah. And then I started tapping in deeper to like my past relationships and like all my high school mm-hmm. like memories and my tragedies. And I really started to put it on the page and started to be like vulnerable. I was really yeah. letting go and I got closure for a lot of like things that I never got answers to. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the most important part is the fact that I was able to kind of let go. Yeah. And regardless if people saw it, if people like it, it's the fact that I got to let go of yeah. some things. And I still like, still to this day, like I'm constantly writing this yeah. book. And when do you think you'll be finished with it? Summer. Summer. Yeah. Okay. So I literally, I literally announced it, and that weight off my shoulders was lifted yeah. as soon as I announced it. And the name, I had changed the name five times. Okay. Well, if you tell me the name today, you better stick with the name. No, yeah, no, no. I already announced <laughs> all right, all right. it. It's already out there. No, okay, it's in the, you know. Everybody did that thing where like, I announced the name, but I'm changing the name. Oh, no, 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 no. It, I literally, okay, now that sure. it's out there, no, sure. like I changed it five times. Holy and shit, yeah. Before I announced it, literally a day and a half before I announced it, yeah. I finally picked the name. And it's normal. So the name is um, Do You Sleep Anymore? Okay. And it's a lyric from this song called Sleep by Citizen. Okay. And it's a great, great fucking band. Yeah. They're like a pop punk grunge band. Okay. It's like Dave. You, you, it's, were, you were marking those pop punk bands. Just. Dude, pop punk is like literally the epitome of angst and anger and sadness. It's just post punk. That's what it is. I'm, yeah. I'm done. All right. Continue about your book title. Yeah. We, we, we can <laughs> we'll get into this later. But yeah, like, so yeah. that kind of stuck with me because I lost sleep. We yeah. all lose sleep. We yeah. don't really sleep anymore. So it's. You know, it plays on to the idea yeah. of asking the person, do you sleep anymore? Yeah, because, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't. Because even while writing this book, I was staying up yeah. all night 
writing. Even writing. dreaming, you're still up. If you yeah, you know it. what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it's, no, I get it. And dreams are just so, like, dreams help, you know? Yeah. So movies and music help me write this book. Yeah. And it's crazy that, like, being vulnerable mm -hmm. is, like, it's cool. Yeah. I hated, like, growing up, I was kind of, like, told, like, be a man. Yeah. Yeah. be sensitive i've always been a sensitive person and i hated yeah. the narrative that like i have to be like this hardcore guy yeah, yeah, yeah. especially in like the in the music it's scene that, it's like is that toxic masculinity yeah thing, right? dude and correct? it's you know and i never had a dad growing up so yeah. i didn't know what it meant to be a man and yeah. like um my uh my grandmother got married like she got married like a third time mm. when i was um when i was again like seven eight nine okay and like that whole thing was like you know her husband at the time was like very like you know he got abusive towards the end because he started doing drugs yeah but um you know that was his thing yeah. like he was like you know you got to be you got to be hard you got to do yeah. this you got to do that i'm like yo like dude what the fuck like yeah. i'm i cry to fucking movies and yeah. like i have feelings and i didn't really know much about like depression because i was never taught about yeah. depression i you know and it wasn't until because it's a stigma it's a stigma yeah. in the world you know like mainly now, now people talk about it openly but like yeah but then i think also people use it too much where they're like i'm depressed no no, no well not. there's like there are people that do that i'm not yeah not depression in general I mean, no it's a yeah thing but like in the black community, it's yeah. like one of those things. It was like, it's something that's never talked about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like when we have mental breakdowns, they don't know how to react because yeah. they've never, like they, we've kind of pushed it down and we kind of normalized it. Yeah. Like, it's like, whatever. Like I've heard like, oh, that's that white people shit. And I'm yeah. like, that's not, it's not, it's dude. It's a everybody shit. thing. Yeah. Like, so like I took psychology in college and I was yeah. just like, Yo, this shit's fucking crazy, man. Yeah. How the brain works and um, the brain, the brain shit, is man. fucking crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, is that we kill our brain, and then it's like you know, everyone wants to say, well, you know, you kill your brain cells with like this. this. I'm like, nah, dude. Like you yeah. just sitting there saying that you're sick, your brain's gonna be like, oh, you're sick. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. And but that was the thing. Like everybody was like, you know, I didn't, I didn't know how to handle depression. I knew what depression was yeah. like later on, but like I didn't know that like what I was going through was like depression. I didn't know, like I had moments where I was like, I was young dude. Like, um, uh, when they were like in that marriage, I had those moments where I wanted to fucking kill myself because Jeez. I, I hated the, I hated the image that I was seeing. Like I yeah. hated the, the abuse and I hated being told that I needed to be a man Yeah, and then getting bullied by certain people for the way that I look. And then, you know, it like goes, you know, it goes yeah. through. It didn't get bad until I was in middle school. Okay. So once I hit middle school, that's when I started to kind of like be a little open about mm -hmm. like me being like depressed and suicidal. Yeah, yeah. And like, this was like MySpace days. So like I used MySpace as a way to kind of like talk about it. And then like, you know, the whole email phase yeah, came yeah. out. So like I found a, I guess you could say group of yeah, people yeah. that I can relate to because we all feel the same way. Yeah. And it's weird. You know, I had, I had a thesis back in the day. <clears throat> And I kind of, kind of, kind of like touch upon that because my thesis was the idea of everyone goes through the same thing, no matter what it is. Like me and you, I went through the same thing, but we just go through it differently. Yeah. So no matter how it is, everyone feels the same way, you know, in a weird way. Everyone's connected. Yeah. So I want to bring that no, up. No, yeah, we're yeah. we're all connected, and like it, it's weird, dude. Like I, like I don't really like talk. I don't get to talk about depression. Yeah. And like this scale, and um, with like poetry. Yeah. I open up about like, you know, how it feels to yeah, be yeah. alone. And like majority of my poetry is about the woman I love, Yeah, you know? And, um, 
So like with the separation, I went down like this big hole, like yeah. drinking a lot. Oh wow! So like I used to never, I used to be straight edge back in the day. Yeah. So I used to be straight, super straight edge. That's I remember, crazy. You went from straight edge to drink edge. <laughs> <laughs> like it, you know. And the yeah. thing about it is, is that um, like I'll never forget the moment that like I first started drinking. Yeah. Because um, like I have kids. I'm a single father. Okay. So like the mother of my kids, like um, something that happened, like you know. I literally was just like, I can't fucking take this anymore. And yeah. I usually, and I called this one dude and like, he usually talks me out of it. Yeah. And I'm just like, dude, I just want to fucking drink. I just can't take yeah. it anymore. Da, da. He was like, dude, I'm gonna get you fucked up. Like he was like, he was proud of that. Yeah. He was proud of the fact that he was going to break me edge. And I was like, whatever. So for loco. Oh, Jesus. Is this, is this pre uh, changed uh, or post changed? Like post change uh, formula. I think it's pre-changed. So before they changed. So before oh, they changed Jesus it. Christ. So hundred percent. Yeah. Watermelon. Oh. So it like. Wasn't like oh God, I had the I had the fruit punch once. I had some of that. I like never again. Dude, like I literally like, and I'm literally drinking this whole thing, and yeah. I'm just like, yo, fuck this bitch, da 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 da. And then it went from that to I can rap over any beat. So I'm drunk well, as hell. Well, that's what happens when anyone drinks. It, yeah. they, they can rap anything. So it's the then, thing. It's, and then this dude. Especially white people, they think they can rap. It's really <laughs> terrible. See, this dude that I know, he ends up coming over to my friend's house. Yeah. yeah. So I had more reasons to drink yeah. that night because one, it was my ex. And yeah. then I was talking to this girl and then my buddy's like, hey, I've been talking to so-and-so. And I was like, oh, you knew I was talking to her, but now you're talking to her. So yeah. now I got now, now I'm drinking a hey, lot more. Yeah, yeah, like I was a piss. I'm like fucking drinking, right? And then this other dude that yeah. I knew who was straight edge, holy shit, you were super just, straight yeah. edge, right? He comes in the door and my fucking ass got paranoid. I was like, he's gonna fuck me up. Yeah. Like he like he knows he fucking knows. And I'm trying to fucking keep it cool. Yeah. I'm like, uh, you know. Yeah. And literally, I remember like I made a post about it. I made a post about breaking edge. Yeah. And, um, this one dude was like, "Oh, add a boy now. Now you're a big boy." And like, see, the that's dude, the, again. And then the going dude back to the whole be a man. Yeah, thing. and it's then like, the dude, the dude that was there, it was like, "Who the fuck are you to sit there and like say add a boy shit like that?" He was like, "I was there the night that he was drunk and he broke edge, but I didn't fucking like, I didn't make him feel like shit for it. I didn't praise him or nothing yeah. like that. I was like, that, he was going through some shit, and all I had to do was be there for him. I yeah. was like, fuck, dude. So I didn't really drink much after yeah. that, and I was I was twenty at the time. So yeah. You know, we no, all year away from being. Yeah, you know, drunk. we all, you know, we all drink you know, before, yeah. but like, I never really like drink, drink yeah. until you must have felt like shit the next day. No. Nah. Oh, you, but you drink, drink. You should have been drunk. You should. Have, wow, that's the first. Yeah, I, I was never hungover. Lot of pizza I'm passing that night. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what I ate that night, but like, very greasy food. It was there. just like yeah, <laughs> and I literally was just like, this is. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. Because I was so like, I was like, oh, I just fucking broke edge. Yeah. yeah. I don't think people are gonna kill me. But now, <laughs> so yeah. then later on, so like I said, yeah. I started drinking a lot more. Yeah. So I built a tolerance. Yeah. And I mean, like I, you know, I had drank like before, yeah. but like I never, I think I drank a lot on New Year's, yeah. but it wasn't really just me drinking because yeah. I, like I was fucking sad. It was New Year's. I was, I was with the yeah. woman that I love. Like we weren't together, but like we were spending New Year's together. Yeah. So like I was at a party and we were drinking. So, and then I had to work the next morning. So I was oh, hungover as shit. <laughs> I've, I've done that before. Not, then, not in my current job. The, I'm the only, yeah. the only person I'm saying. I've, I've been drinking a long time. And I'm time. serving in like yeah. the, the sweet, the sweet uh, little lady, Carmen, at the uh, the host stand. Yeah. She just saw that I was like dying. She's like, I'm going to make you a drink and you're going to drink it up and yeah. it's going to eat everything up. And she made me, it was like a michelada, which What's is just that? like, it's, um, <laughs> it's soda, it's soda water, yeah. lemon, and um, salt. What the fuck? And it just like, eats up all of 
whatever is in your stomach to like kind of like break it down. Wow. Yeah. You must have shat. Nah. Oh. You just you just like I knocked it back. Oh, okay. It was like a big old like cup like this, and I just knocked it back, and I felt so much better afterwards. It ate it all up. But it was like it was so funny like yeah. serving hungover because I'm just like, hey, how's it going? You know, oh, how are you doing? I was like, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm trying not to make yeah. sure that people know that like I'm drinking and shit like that. And um, it's just so that was going on after that. Um, like you know, yeah. the the love of my life. She's she was going on a trip to yeah. the Philippines, and um, well, she was in Mexico when I started drinking a lot yeah. more. So I was building in the tolerance. And this is also post breakup, right? Or is yeah, this- it is post breakup. Right. So like, I'm literally like, you know, I was like, I was yeah. going to after after work, I'd go over to the BJ's for happy mm. hour, and I'd get like seven drinks. Jesus, yeah, I, I didn't care. You know, so I was just drinking, and I yeah, eat a, yeah. a ribeye steak and some fries. You know, <laughs> a bad diet. No, no, that's the man diet, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yeah. So, like, I literally was drinking and drinking yeah. and drinking, and then um, it got when she went to the Philippines, and she was there for a month and a half, month and a half two months. I, a long time. Yeah, I was just like, you know, and, like, we didn't really have time to, like, really talk yeah. as much because it was, like, when it was like daytime yeah. over there, it was nighttime okay. here. And I mean, obviously, I wasn't but sleeping. But let like, me, let me ask you this though: It's your love, it's the love of your life. You're you're broken up, and you're and you're still trying to talk, like try, are you trying to get back with her. Okay, because he's trying to get back with you. No, nah, okay. It's just we, you know, we're like just really good friends. Yeah, and yeah. like we're really close, and yeah, like yeah. you know, you can't just it, like. No, I know it's hard. It, it's yeah. pride. It's pride. Yeah, yeah. The reason why we broke up is because of my pride. Is because yeah. of me lying about important things and not being vulnerable with her yeah. because I never knew how to do that. Yeah, and I just you know, I like I learned a lot yeah, you yeah. know in the relationship, and I was like, yo, like I, you know, I knew I knew what I fucking I knew what I fucked up and everything yeah, yeah. like that. So it was like one of those things where. Like, we were still talking because I still loved her. I, like, never yeah. stopped loving her. Yeah. And so when I started writing, you know, and then yeah. it really started, you know, once I started drinking, I started really putting out, like, all the stuff I kept shoving down kept coming up. Yeah. And it was just a whole entire thing. I was like, okay. And he's not talking about throw-up people. He's talking about writing. Yeah, yeah, writing. It just, you know, kept coming up. Yeah. And, like, I'm at I'm I'm at the bar, like, yeah. at the top bar top writing poems and drinking a yeah. drink. And then, like, I'm going like full, like, Steinbecker Hemingway. Yeah, you know, like, and then I'm like out at, like, you know, like, it wasn't really a clubbing, but like, I'm out with like people and I'm just like sitting in the corner just writing poems. Yeah. Just about shit. Like, I was just like going through shit. Like, my whole like notes folder, it's like 200. There's like, right now it's 205, like, little like notes from like poems. And I was just writing. Yeah. That's all I was doing. I was writing and I talked about, you know, drinking. I talked about, you know, heartbreak. I talked about love. I mm-hmm. talked about suicide. I talked about depression. I talked about a lot of stuff. I tried to touch up on everything. And then I was writing more. I was writing more of like my, from my perspective, yeah. but then I have to like, I was writing so where other people can resonate with it, yeah. Makes you know? Sense. And it's, um, it's weird. So now like I'm like posting like snippets from the book yeah. on like Instagram and yeah. Twitter. So people can kind of see, and I've gotten like, I've gotten some like, you know, some like, reviews of it where yeah. people are like oh my god that's good yeah but i never know what's genuine yeah so i was at like a job orientation and um they were just going around the room we we're trying you know team building and stuff yeah. like that and it's like oh there's um someone on does someone write poetry my hand goes straight yeah. up and they're like come on up and talk about it i'm like oh shit <laughs> yeah like i was like yo i just shot myself in the foot i'm like yeah. socially i'm socially awkward i don't know how to talk i was like oh most mm. of my poems are short well it doesn't matter so like i read you know like, the darkest one <laughs> yeah no. no no i read like just i read so i just i didn't want to go like too deep yeah, yeah, yeah no, stuff like that and um, yeah, job orientation or job uh, everybody man yeah. there was a girl that came up before me that said she was like 
an actress and she's like, I can do a really good horror scream. And she just fucking let it out. And I was like, yo, my ears hurt that <laughs> after that. But then, <laughs> so I shared, I shared yeah. like a few poems and like everybody was just like, what? Like, you know, they yeah. were kind of taken back, but I didn't know, I didn't know if it was genuine or not. Yeah. And that's something I kind of struggle with. I don't know yeah. if people genuinely like my stuff, if they genuinely like me or they're yeah. just saying it to say it. That's tough. I mean, I mean, you have to find the honesty. And yeah. I, I think, I mean, you letting go and doing that and putting it on social media, I think people you have to know who's genuine. Like again, I think, I think if you got trolls, you know, or I don't really care if, about trolls. Yeah, I mean, not trolls. I'm sorry. Like, I think sometimes you can read sarcasm and read like when people are like not being sincere. It's like you can't really tell. You like, can't really tell. I get it. Yeah. But like you can sometimes. Yeah. And, and you just like, it's also the, it's also again, my, a mindset. Like yeah. A mindset. Talking about that. It's a mindset when you read, how you read it. So like if you read something that's with an exclamation point, you think either you're in deep shit or like, you know, like someone says, we have to talk. Oh fuck! We have to talk with the yeah. I mean, think of every and you other, start like, freaking, freaking out. out. It's like don't ever say that fucking word to me. Yeah, like, don't ever say that sentence to me. Like it just, just tell me what it is. Yeah. Just call me and tell me. Like, yeah, hey, we need to talk. Like oh, what? I what? hated what that, I dude. Like you know, and like every like yeah. when you're growing up in yeah. every house, there's that one chair in the house. Yeah. That when like your mom or your grandmother yeah. or someone sat in that chair, you knew some shit fucking happened. You're yeah. like, oh fuck, what did I do? Yeah. yeah. And, like, I hate that feeling of, like, insecurity. Like, insecurity is a big fucking thing. So, like, I'll literally be looking around. I'm like, like do people really like my stuff? And then I was thinking about it. Um, I uh, sat down with um, this guy named Ted who owns this company called Ours, uh, based here yeah. in Vegas. Really good, like, community-based uh, clothing company. And um, we were talking about how, like, support. And yeah. I was like, I don't want half-assed support. I don't want people to... I don't want people to tell me I'm yeah. going to buy your book because it's me. Yeah. I want you to buy my book because you'll resonate with what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. I don't want anybody, you know, I don't want people to be like, I'm, I'm just buying it because it's from you. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, no, like I want you to feel what I felt and I want you yeah. to resonate with what I talk about yeah. because the way I'm seeing it now, it's not just my book. It's our book. Yeah. It's like, cause I'm talking about my perspective, but I could be talking to this person over yeah. there and this girl in this country, you know, like I yeah. want, I wanted to reach other avenues. Well, we'll and see I, who's going to be genuine also when they buy the book too. Yeah. So. You know what I mean? And like, I, um, I was like stumbling around these ideas. I yeah. was like, Oh, like, do I do pre-orders? Do I like, you know, just wait to, you know, I, I'm doing it through Amazon. I'm yeah. Self-publishing through Amazon. Are you going to do like, a, um, audio, audio book, like a audible? I think I might do that like later on. Yeah. But at the moment, I want I want it physical. Yeah, yeah no, I understand. Yeah. I don't like I don't want it to be like audio, and like I don't mind like a Kindle. I I don't want to do a Kindle version, but yeah. at the same time, people use Kindle, so I kind of yeah. have to adapt. But I want physical it copies. Yeah, and I want people to like give it to the next person. Yeah, like this book helped me, and let me yeah. give it to you type of thing. Yeah, yeah. And I want my book to end up in the thrift <clears throat> store one day. Okay, cool. You know, and then people yeah. just look and like, oh, what is this? Yeah, you know, this? and then it's like they pick it up and they're like, oh my God, this is good. Yeah. You know, and then I also want to leave something behind for my kids and yeah. I also want my name to mean something. Yeah. Like my name is Daquan. Yeah. When you think of Daquan, you think of the memes, you think of the dance, and it's like, I don't. I mean, see, I don't even know any of that. So I wouldn't even think of any see? of that. And that's good. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, there's a whole dance from like years ago called. Uh, oh, hit the Quan? Yeah. Okay, I know that, but so, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't associate that. that with you. You know what I mean? mean? But, like, I've had, like, moments where I've, like, gone to, like, job interviews and, yeah. like, as a Quan, and people are like, oh, yeah, like, the dance or, like, the memes. I'm like, yeah. Did, did they ever ask you to hit the Quan? Yeah. 
Oh God! Jesus, but like people are fucking assholes. Funny thing is, is that I go by a different name when I apply for jobs. Oh, okay. What do you go by? What do I you go, go by Derek. Okay. Because I don't get, I don't really get jobs as Daquan. Yeah. If like you know, from one thing I was told from someone that does like hiring. Yeah. And it's like you know, someone it's something he doesn't do, but he was like, but a lot of jobs, if they can stereotype you by your name, they're not going to call yeah, you. Yeah, there's there was actually a 2020 uh, thing about that a long time ago where they did that. Yeah. A guy named John Smith. John, yeah, John yeah. Smith, and then like another John Smith, yeah. but like they were able to yep. do it. No, it was like John right. Smith, and then like um, DeAndre Smith or something. Yeah, like. yeah. It was some like something with like it was a black sounding name. Yeah, yeah. and they and chose, same qualifications, right? Yeah, same yeah. qualifications, but they chose John Smith. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, yo, like that's fucked. Yeah, you know? dude, right? And so like when I um, when I you know apply, obviously I use like my legal name for yeah. all the you know legal stuff, and like I've only had like one person really like know why I did it. Yeah. And then other people are like, Oh, you know, is your middle name Derek by the way? Or no. Okay. Just one. I was just curious. So my middle name's Terrence. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But oh, that was your last name. It's spelled different. Oh, no, wait. I don't go by, I don't go by last, my last name anymore. Oh, okay. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. So, <laughs> all right. But yeah, no, um, see that. <laughs> it's funny. Sorry. It's funny. It's last week. I introduced someone on the podcast and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. And, um, I am like, dude, I don't even know your last name. I'm like, like you know, he goes, oh, it's so-and-so. I'm like, oh, dude, I thought that was your middle name. Cause you know, people on Facebook don't put their yeah. first or last name correctly. You know, people like a lot, a lot of females not trying to stereotype them out, but that's, I, I see it more with them. They put like, you know, Marie Michelle or, you know, or like, you know, Jenna, Jenna Marie or some shit like that. And I'm like, yeah. what's your la- like, you know, last in general, what's, yeah, the last, what's your last name? Yeah. So I, I'm so, you know, that's why I was like wondering now. Yeah. No, so I used to, I used to go by like my last name when yeah. I skated and then I was just like, nah, I just don't want to associate with my yeah. name anymore. Understandable. And like that, like Daquan Terrence is what I've like made myself known as in photography, uh, yeah. you know? So yeah. like that's, I wanted to stick with that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. And also here's a question for you too. Like, you were talking about like love, death, uh, you know, sadness, depression, all that shit. Like, do you have it like set up in the book in a certain way where it kind of goes from like stages? Like, you know, nah. okay. And I mean, that's something that I've seen like a lot of people do yeah. with their books, and it's just something I don't want to do. Yeah. I want it to be where one post could be happy and one post be sad. I want it yeah. to be like a genuine mood swing. Yeah. Okay. I want it to be how you actually feel, yeah. what it's like to be you know, depressed, yeah. you know, like I, the highs and lows. That's what I want. Yeah. Um, if I do get picked up by a publisher that yeah. they might, you know, want to do it that way and like yeah. separate and like that by all means they can definitely yeah. do that. But for what I want to do and from what I've seen from other people is, you know, they just have it going Yeah, and that's what I want. I don't want to like break it down. Yeah. And like I said, like I said, like I've seen a lot of people that are signed by publishers where mm. they broke it down. Yeah. So people can kind of be like, Oh, if I'm feeling like this, I can go. Yeah. Here. And I get it. But well, you're doing it. I, I like the I like the way you're doing it because again, you're going through this depression. You're, you're the whole book is like a depression thing. That's the correct term. But you're you know going through highs and lows. You're yeah. going through peaks and valleys, and you're going through feeling all these emotions. Or you're, it's an emotional book where you're going through a lot of emotional things. I guess. Yeah, yeah. And that and that's how I want it. I yeah. want people to feel the highs yeah. and lows. Did you did you title all your poems or do you no? Okay. I just want them like. I like it. I like that actually. You know, yeah, like I mean, there's like you know the times that some people will have some of them titled. And yeah, I mean that's fine. It's yeah. just something that I just don't want to do. 
Yeah, I feel like that'd be a lot harder than like trying to put in, like trying, yeah, trying to, to make a name for like is, a, yeah. a short one. Like, like do uh, you do you like to eat food? Like, I'm like, I don't know if I like that name. Then you're changing it, like, or like, do do you I eat vegetables? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just using it's something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Example. Like, it's just it's something I, like I've thought about it, but yeah. I was like, nah, I don't want to do it. Yeah, and it, you know, again, like I just want it to be like just this one thing where you can yeah. open up. Like the one thing that um, I was always taught when biting a new a new poetry book yeah. is you grab it, you close your eyes, you open the page. Okay. And whatever it lands on, and then you look at it, and yeah. then if it makes you feel something, then you can buy it. Yeah. So I was like, that's what I want. I want people to be able to like grab it, pick it up, and yeah. just open. It. Like yeah. they don't have to like read it front to back. Like no. they just open. Just surprised me. Like, yeah. yeah, I like it. This is how I feel today. Hey, it works. It works, right? Yeah, and that's how I want to do it. Um, I'm excited with yeah. how it's gonna come out. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm trying to market myself. Yeah. That's why I wanted to be on the podcast, talk yeah. about it. Um, I got to do it through Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. I'm just like, yo, like I'm trying to push myself out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be persistent, but yeah. also patient. Yeah. You got to be. I mean, this is coming out. Actually, I think if I'm not mistaken, this would be in July or August nice. podcast. Yeah. So you have, you have the time. And so if it's coming out in July and August, then the book will probably be out. So yeah. And you just pick it up on Amazon. Amazon.com. I will have, I will put the details of the book or the, the link to the book in the show notes so people can see. see? Yeah. Ah. See, I'm doing you. Doing a solid there. We're just plugging everything. Yeah, plugging in. in. Yeah. You know, I was thinking. You know, we talk about the Kindle, uh, like a little audible thing. You know, if you don't want to do the audible book, uh, like you know, having your voice do it the whole time, you should have other people do it. And like, then, you know, and I was, I, I was talking to my manager yeah. yesterday about it because I was like, I don't like my voice. Yeah. And like when I read, when I read, when I read my poems, yeah, yeah. I question myself. Like when I know, like it's good, but yeah. I'm like reading it, and I'm just like, I don't think that sounds good. Yeah. I don't like it's weird. Um, I got um, I got uh, you know John Taffer. Yeah. So I got his book on uh, Audible, and he doesn't do his book. Some other, it's a robot voice, like some guy has a monotone voice, and he's like, and it sounds it it, it you know you have that you have the Matt Taffer mannerisms, yeah. and you hear the Taffer, but it's just so funny hearing this guy speak like right? Taffer. Yeah. That's but like I think it'd be fair. interesting to have like different people that are voice actors in your book reading See, the poetry. I, I know oh, one I mean, voice sorry. I know one voice actor, Gabriel uh Kuda. Yeah. And he's very well known. He yeah. was the one that did the Batman Joker um videos on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Now he's like doing stuff for Fun Nation where he's oh, wow. like doing the dubs for animes and he's like doing all the movie trailers and stuff like that. And I'm yeah. just like, yo, like this is dope. Like Mark hit him up one yeah. time to do um, narration in a for, world yeah he yeah. was supposed to do narration for this first short film we were supposed to do called yeah. mr psycho oh yes that's uh mark wants to do that movie yeah you know so he he was like oh yeah like i hit him up and he's gonna do it i was like yeah. that's gonna be fucking dope because, yeah like the dude was like the dude did batman and joker like yeah. you know he had the whole thing but i would hit him up i think he would be like the best part of just to be like hey dude yeah. like tell me how much and you can just do it yeah. you know like I I I'm open to an audible book. Yeah, I'm just not I, sure I, if I, I want to. I just wanted to throw it out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I agree. Sometimes you know, like again, like you might not. I'm not a fan of my voice, so I wouldn't want to do it. If I did a book and I had to do an audible, I'd be like, yeah, no. Can you get someone else, please? Yeah, someone professional because oh, I sound dude, like shit. Yeah, because then I'm gonna sit up here and like yeah. question myself, and then like I'm thinking like I'm manifest, um, yeah. manifesting everything now instead of like making resolutions, and I'm like. You know, I know yeah. and I'm confident that this book is going to do good. Yeah. So what if I get to the point where I do like a book signing and yeah. I have to like book read? And I'm like, yeah, guys, so check this out. Well, you have been talking about book read, though. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to read this. Yeah. And if I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a face like yeah. I don't think it sounds good. But you guys know that like. Yeah. 
Yeah, I have to like mentally prepare myself. For I, I have a question like for you because you know you're talking about also getting that genuine, 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 genuine <laughs> response from someone. Um, have you ever thought about doing open mic nights? Open, I mean, you, you obviously performed because you're a musician at one time, but have you ever thought about doing like I've mic done night? like I've no, I've thought about it for sure. Yeah, because um, I feel like getting your poems out there that way, people can kind of go, "Oh, what's that? Okay, what? What? You have a book coming? Oh shit! Yeah, you know? that's what I've thought about. Yeah. Um, there's this um, Mothership Cafe. Oh, it's right over here. There's that's, there's one up there, and then yeah. there's one in like downtown the Ferguson. Okay, so like they, I guess they did a poetry night one time, and yeah. I was like, oh, you know, I think it'd be cool to like go because. You know, again, like I have to like yeah, market yeah. myself. I have to get myself out yeah. there. And how am I supposed to know? I just don't have like a lot of like longer yeah. stuff. I do have some long stuff that I can probably read, but then it's just kind of like the insecurity of like I don't know if people are gonna like this. But and, I think going with like a few shorter things works too. You don't have to. You don't have to be like one and done. You can shoot like you know do two like short ones. Yeah, three short ones. It's like they're not there for one po- like one. They might be there five minutes with a poem, and it's like, oh boy, you're you're boom boom boom. <laughs> you know, true. It, yeah, it's something. It's something definitely I've thought about. And I'm yeah. just like you know, I'm trying to figure out where, like, when to do it, and like, yeah. if I'm ready to do it. It's the same with stand up. Oh, yeah. I went to stand up comedy shows. So I was like, I think I could do stand up. Oh yeah, be fun. Just talk about being black. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But um, nah, like I definitely will like try to look into it a lot more because I want to build more yeah. of a, an audience. I have to build locally as well. Yeah. I've been like on. Uh, I have two Instagram accounts. I have the one that um, I did photography yeah. on, so I have all my photography stuff on there. So I'm like going back there and I'm sharing my stuff. Yeah. I'm like, hey guys, you know, it's me. Yeah, yeah, check out the journey that I'm going on. But again, like if I'm not putting out photography, no one's really biting and nobody's really caring. Have you ever thought about putting your words with the photography? I've thought about that, and it just kind of I've kind of disassociate myself from photography. I just okay. kind of don't. Okay, I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to do it anymore. I just don't feel. Yeah, it's not you anymore. It's not that. Out. It's not that it's not me. And I grew up. It's the fact that I just don't want to do it for other people anymore. Okay, gotcha. I rather do like photography books. Yeah, have something to kind of leave behind instead yeah, yeah. of doing it on the internet. Now. Okay, okay. It's gotcha. yeah. All right. I want. I want to throw a, uh, not a bet. I want to throw a, a challenge to you. By the time this airs, I want you at least to do two, like open mics, open mics in a sense for poetry. Okay. If you if you don't do it by the time, and if you don't have one, actually hold on, you have to do one at least one, and you have to have one at least booked by the time this podcast goes on that you're gonna go to that we can promote for you, okay? So if you if you have that, then I don't I'm not gonna give you anything. I can't give. Oh no, I'll give you. I'll I'll buy you a frame chaser shirt. Okay. I'll buy you a hashtag frame chaser shirt. Nice. Okay. Yeah. If you do that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Deal. Yeah. Actually, no. We'll make it two now. Okay. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> two, and then tell me uh, another one that you're gonna go to. So when we promote the show, we have one to promote for. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Deal. All right. Nice. I'll, I'll buy you that frame chaser shirt. You can pick any one on that store. Nice. Except the premium tripod. No, okay. No. <laughs> you can get whatever you want. Uh, I will do that. All right. Cool. Yeah. Cool, man. Awesome. Uh, let me ask you this: Any other nuggets of information? Any words of wisdom that you want to give to the listeners? Um, I mean, there's a lot. Um, kind of take care of yourself. Okay. Uh, mentally, physically, yeah, yeah. everything. Um, it's okay to take mental health days. Yeah. If you feel mentally exhausted from your job, mm-hmm. you there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you leaving because you don't like your job. Mm-hmm. You know, just make sure that you have a plan. Yeah. Uh, if you're feeling depressed, or you know, you feel suicidal, please talk to somebody that you can talk to closely, a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak very highly on therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy is a hundred percent effective. Yeah. Please see a therapist if you. There's really, nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing wrong nothing with it. Wrong. Break the stereotype. Yeah. Um, for 
just the men in general, um, it's okay to be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's okay to feel like the weight of the world is too much. Yeah. Um, seek refuge and seek help when, yeah, yeah. Um, to any of the men who experience abuse of any type, mm-hmm. um, of all kinds, seek refuge. Yeah. Don't be afraid to speak up about it. Um, don't be jackasses. Well, you can be sometimes. I mean, but don't be jackasses to people. And just- I'm just saying in general. <laughs> Like, yeah, you know, some yeah. people do deserve it, but yeah. at the same time, like, just, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Don't fight fire with fire. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. And also your social media. Social media, Instagram, Twitter, at Daquan Terrence, all one word, D-A-Q-U-A-N-T-E-R-R-E-N-C-E. Be on the lookout for my book. Well, title again, more time. Do you sleep anymore? Oh, I love that. I love that title, honestly. And Daquan, thank you again for being course, on the show, thank man. You. Thank you, man. It was a pleasure meeting actually a first again, another first timer who I met for the first time. He was on the show for the first time. Right. Yeah. So it's it's I love meeting people for the first time. We're just talking about random stuff yeah. too. So yeah. you guys get the best of best every of both world. Worlds, yeah. They get every it's the world. tangent it's the tangent episode, I like to call it. But it's a good it's good because we get to really some good meat and potatoes towards the end. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. So again, thank you, Daquan. And thank you guys for listening. And remember to subscribe to the podcast. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, hopefully still. Um, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, which I need you guys. That's the that's the bee's knees. I need you guys on that one because like we need you to subscribe, rate. You know, write a review if you want to. Tell me I suck. I don't care. Just anything that like shows people that we're we're getting there. And you know, also on Stitcher too. So if there's a subscription thing there, subscribe to uh, Stitcher. Also, you know, we're on TuneIn.com. I believe it is. Um, it's a radio service where you can have podcasts broadcasted as well, which I just started doing is, and it's really cool. Um, uh, you know, I heard uh, LA and Uber, uh, LA drivers who do Uber and Lyft use it a lot. So hopefully, uh, they're listening to it. And not, I mean, just not just LA, uh, you know, in general. I hope everyone in the United States is listening, yeah. hopefully, somewhere. And again, guys, we have shirts. Remember, teespring.com. That's T double E S P R I N G dot com slash store slash chasing dash the dash frame. And you can get that $20.99 short shirt to about $25.99 for that tri-blend shirt. And that comes in V-neck or crew. And I have a bet with Daquan, actually a challenge for Daquan. So he has to finish. He has to do two, now two performances of his poetry on a stage, an open mic night setting. And then if he has a, a third one planned out for me by the time the podcast airs, I will give him a hashtag frame chaser shirt. So he has a lot of weight on his shoulders right now. So you better get to it. I know it's only January, but this podcast airs in July and yeah. July, August. So you got some time brother, but you don't have some time. You know what I mean? Exactly. So get, get to it. Starting got right it. now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> Again, guys, thank you for listening, and thank you for, you know, if, if you're on the Patreon, thank you. If you're not on the Patreon, thank you also for listening again. And again, guys, have a great day. Have a great week. Have a great month. Have a great year. Daquan, thank you again, man. Thank you. And we'll catch you next time on Chasing the Frame. I'm John signing off. Hashtag Frame Chasers. You guys are my lifeblood. Love you guys. We'll catch you next next Wednesday, hopefully. Peace. Peace.